Buhay, ito si Birong ng Pinoy PSP Podcast at nakikinig kayo ngayon ng Chuck's Mom's Podcast Episode 84. Kasama si Market Glenn. Hey, that's our buddy Birong and he uh he did my 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 questions of him and I and uh you know, I asked him yesterday on the shoutbox to give us a little intro in his native language from the Philippines and not only did he do that one, he sent us like eight of them. <laughs> like yeah. within a half an hour of me asking him. How cool is that? <laughs> so we had to uh, guess which one was the best one since we couldn't understand yeah. it. <laughs> uh, and, and apparently that, that language is called Tagalog? Yep. Something like that? Yeah. So, uh, and, and be wrong if anybody remembers, has sent us a couple of emails, and he is the gentleman that we are trying to talk into um, hosting his show regularly up oh, yeah. on yeah, BG he's posted Evo. a did he post more than once yet or just the one I don't time? know if he's done more than one. I, I forgot to look today, but uh, he actually yeah. does one in that in that language. And uh, we've already had some pretty good response. So uh, yeah. our, our thanks to be, be wrong. That, that's pretty cool that he sent those over. Yeah, and you can find his podcast in the uh, oops, other shows, non-network forum on VG Evo. It's the, I hope I say this right, the Pinoy PSP podcast. I believe you're correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh. Mark and Glenn with you once again. Uh, we have a humongous show today, mainly because we have an, another interview on the show. Well, this is becoming Woo. a regular thing. Uh, so we've cool. got some, yeah, we've got some emails for you. An interview with Team Ramrod, uh, the developers of High Velocity Bowling, and also the developers of the PSP version of NBA uh, 09 The Inside. Uh, we'll announce our NBA 09 The Inside contest winners. We're giving away two copies of that game tonight. Uh, some news, the winner of our theme song contest. New releases, which, holy crap, PS2 is getting a ton of stuff. Uh, Blu-ray new <laughs> releases, hands-on with Dead Space, review of Rock Band 2, and a review of Little Big Planet. Yes, I've had the game for quite a while, and I'm ready to review it. Uh, also, By the way, I hate you. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I gave you the chance. You said just keep it, and I'll get... Uh, anyway, uh, we'll do a, a recap of our Extra Life marathons and give you some final totals and um, what we've been playing. So a lot of stuff to cover. I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about with the Extra Life thing especially uh, 24 hours of straight gaming pretty much. Well, you guys do 24. I broke mine up a little bit. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about today. And uh, I think this is going to be a fun one. Me too. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll get right into the emails. Sure. How's that sound? Uh, did you want to read the plan. first one or you want me to do it? I can do it. Okay. Because this is going to be the one thing everybody probably wants to know with what our opinion is. Yeah, and, and because of this question right here, uh, what did we close three threads on VG Evo because people were freaking out too much? Yeah, and people got kind of nasty, and some people got warned. So uh, yeah. don't ever overstep your bounds, guys. Uh, okay, how's it going, guys? I am sure this will be a top issue for the show, but just in case, I figured I would throw it out out there. What is your opinion on the little big planet delay? I could really care less, other than the fast. Uh, I could, eh, excuse me. I could really care less, other than the fast. <laughs> a patch would. Okay, maybe it wasn't me. <laughs> the fast patch would work and they could have kept the release date. I can wait seven days. Some people are being a little overly critical on the issue, in my opinion. It sucks, but oh well. Will it hurt LBP since now it is up against Fallout 3 the same week? Other than Fable, it was alone on the 21st. Well, I will leave it at that and get back to the Resistance 2 beta. I hope to see you there, Uncle Remus. Yay, Uncle Remus. Yeah. Well, go ahead so, first, because you're more affected by this than I am, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, 
Honestly, I think Sony did the right thing. I've seen some incredibly idiotic things posted in numerous places, including VG Evo about this. You know, before you go and start calling them overly sensitive or politically correct, you really got to understand where they're coming from, because this could potentially be an issue for, like, I think it's really strict Muslim people who would be, I don't, like, they're just trying to make sure nobody would be offended, I think it is. And I don't know the exact logistics of it. I think it's mostly because of the way it's using um, lyric or words or passages from the Quran. Well, no, the way I read it, which will be in a game. Yeah. The way I read it is because the words are mixed with music and that that's the big, that's the Mm -hmm. big point of the whole stink that came up. Right. And uh, some people could potentially be offended by that. And their plan for little big planet is to make it a worldwide friendly game. So, I mean, the, Sony actually has a pretty good presence in, like, the Middle East, you know? So, yeah. they're, they're just basically covering their ass, and I can't blame them for doing that. They're a worldwide company. Yeah, you know, the Americans are like, well, it doesn't affect us, so what do we care? Well, you know what? It might affect somebody, so be a little sensitive about it. Right. I mean, it's, it's a weak delay. The people who are out there claiming, I'm going to cancel my pre-order. Yeah, uh, this is censorship. Um, you know what? Grow up. I agree. It's a game, and they're trying to make sure everybody's going to enjoy it. You know, and as far as, like, a patch goes, they are doing a patch. But the Actually, thing is, not out. everyone... Yeah. Not everybody has it, has it connected to the internet, so there's no guarantee it'll be patched. So, they, like I said, they're covering their ass. Yeah. The patch actually and came out in Europe yesterday, and they said the music track is still there, but it sounds like the words have been removed somehow. Oh, really? On those two passages, yeah. I haven't yeah. checked to see if the patch is out over here yet. Um, but you you have it perfectly correct in that in that sense in terms of there, not everybody has their PS3 connected to the internet and not everybody can patch the game. And that's the main focus of the reason that they decided to, to actually recall the game, which, I mean, some stores didn't recall it either. You know, Walmart was yeah. notoriously selling them, so was Target a little bit. I tried. Bit. <laughs> yeah, Play and Trades uh, was selling them. I know Tears of Ash bought one yesterday. Uh, so, I mean, a few leaked out. And, and you know, it, it's funny because it seems very trivial to a lot of people, but I can see where they're coming from. Do I agree with it? I guess. I mean, it's a week. It, I think the, the reason a lot of people were freaking out originally was that there was no date set, and all of a sudden they're like, it's going to be delayed for a month or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's when we really saw a lot of the of the mass hysteria. But coming out next week you know and and will it hurt little big planet no little big planet is is the game that sony is standing behind in terms of the long-term solution it's it's the game mm-hmm. that they're gonna they're gonna be standing behind for a long long time this is their new spotlighted character you know xbox has master chief sony's gonna have Sackboy, and and that's pretty much what it's coming down to yeah so, and if nothing else they're getting some really nice press about this yeah it's all over the place and you know the the guy that actually did the song was on, I think, CNN and BBC. Um, there was actually a guy that represents a Muslim group that came out and said they shouldn't have delayed it. I mean, it's just everywhere. So yeah. I guess my only problem with the whole thing, and, and this is as far as I'm going to go with this because I think it's been discussed way too much already, such a trivial problem. But my whole issue with, with all this happening is the simple fact that this song came out over two years ago. It's a licensed song, and it actually won a Grammy. Yeah. Why 
didn't some big stink come up about the song back then? I think so, it was mostly because you have a choice to listen to the song, whether to buy the album or not. If you're playing the game, you don't. I guess. I, and then I know, it I becomes just, representative of Sony, and that's yeah. what they're trying to avoid. I don't know. That, that's, the, that's the only thing that really popped into my head. Um, so yeah, is, is, is Fallout 3 going to hurt it? Really no, because Fallout 3 no. is popular, but Fallout 3 is popular with the really hardcore gamers. I don't really see Fallout 3 selling the immense amount of copies that you're going to see Little Big Planet sell in the end. I, I honestly feel that way. Although it's coming out yeah. on two different systems and PC, but um, but anybody who was going to buy Little Big Planet and Fallout Three is still going to. They were yeah. always going to be a week apart anyway. So yeah, yeah. There's there's I, no I way that this, game, that this game is going to be hurt by being delayed one more week. I'm sorry, but that's, no. If anything, it probably sold more copies from people going out to try to find it before stores shipped it back. True. Very true. Okay, and I think we've talked about eBay. that now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the email, though. I mean, we obviously, we actually got more than a couple about that, and I think we're done. So yeah. anyway, because by the time you're listening to this, you only got a couple of days to wait to play the game. That's right. Uh, this one is from our buddy, is this Sunny? Yeah, this is Sunny Boy yep. from England. It says, hello, dear alcoholics. <laughs> Are you drinking tonight, Mark? <laughs> yeah, I got my uh, MGD. Really? I'm not yet. My throat's finally recovering. It says, this is PSN Sunny Boy from England. I've been listening to your show since episode 34, and I've finally got some questions for you guys, so please give me some time. Maybe <laughs> we don't want to. <laughs> uh, my first question is, if I download Pixel Junk Monster's soundtrack from the store, will I be able to copy the music files to a portable device? Yes, you will. Uh, they are non-DRM, and you can just put a flash drive or whatever into your PS3 and go to the folder that's created in your music folder and just hit triangle, say copy multiple, and you can copy the entire thing over. Uh, same way with the Pixel Junk Eden song. Mm-hmm. Uh, second question, what's your favorite game soundtrack ever? Personally, <laughs> I love listening to Shadow of Colossus soundtrack while studying because it puts me into hero mode. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already know Mark's, but go ahead. Uh, it is the soundtrack to Ease, uh, the Oath and Felgana. It's a Japanese PC game, part of the Ease series that I love so much. Um, best game soundtrack I've ever heard is a fantastic mix of orchestral, piano, synth rock, electric guitar, just an insanely good soundtrack. Um, if you've ever played East three on the turbo CD, which I'm sure most of you haven't, that actually had a really good synth rock soundtrack, which I considered one of the best. And this improves it on it in every single way because Otham Felgana is actually a remake of East three. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a few. I don't have one particular one. Uh, just off the top of my head, you know, Eastbook 1 and 2 on the Turbo CD is fantastic through and through. Uh, Lords of Thunder on the TurboGrafx CD. ActRaiser on the Super Nintendo. I'm trying to think of what else. Boy, you know, you always catch me with these, these questions, and I never really think about them too much. <laughs> That's why I threw it in there. <laughs> yeah, you son of a bitch. Uh, you know, I just don't think about soundtracks as much as other people. Actually, I think the Bionic Commando rearm soundtrack is phenomenal. Yeah, because it really it's got is. that that line between eighth bit and, and current stuff. That that one really sticks in my head as well. But I'm sure there's others. I just don't know them right off the top of my head. Oh, actually, one that's in my head all the time, and I can't get it out is uh, a PC Engine CD game from Japan. This is Pro Baseball '89, and we played that game so much I can pretty wow. much tell you every song in the game. It's really weird. That's impressive. It's oh my, we played that game like crazy. We still play it every now and then. 
Uh, all right, third question. What's the best version of Street Fighter? Huh. Ken? Uh, <laughs> the new Street Fighter looks amazing, and I really want to get practicing before the new one comes out. Which Street Fighter would you recommend? Ugh. Um, yeah, it's a tough call. For Street Fighter, I don't know if he's talking about Street Fighter 4 or if he's talking about 2 HD. I'm going to guess he's talking about 4. Uh, with 4, I would say you want to... Actually, Ken said that Street Fighter... What is it? Three Third Strike or whatever is probably the best one. I thought he said that's what uh, most Street Fighter fans consider the best one, especially from a technical ass point. Or ass? Did I say ass, ass point? point? <laughs> <laughs> I made up a new word. Wow. Uh, let me make my ass point. Um, <laughs> aspect. <laughs> wow. Uh, the the thing is, it's got a really high learning curve, and it's probably the least newcomer friendly Street Fighter, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, I think uh, for me it's a toss up between that one and Street Fighter Alpha Three. Yeah, as for being the best, I know a lot of like hardcore Street Fighter fans kind of hate on Alpha Three, but <coughs> excuse me, I just love it for the sheer variety. You've got like an ass ton of characters. I'm going all ass tonight. Oh, um, so you're you can the pick ass different. <laughs> you can pick different play modes for each one to do like the Alpha stuff, the custom combos, play like classic Street Fighter Two. So, I don't know. I think for your dollar, the Alpha 3 is probably the way to go. Um, yeah, I was going to suggest, what is it, that that compilation that I have for PS2? The Alpha Anthology? Yeah, the Alpha Anthology. That's that's yeah. a pretty good starting point. So, alright. Uh, I my agree. Last or, uh, wait, I gotta say one more thing. Okay. Um, there's also the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection, which collects all yes. of the versions of Street Fighter 2. Now, since uh, 4 is based a lot off 2, and there's also the HD remix of 2 coming, either that or Capcom Classics Collection Volume 2 might be good ways to go because you want to play Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, which is the game that the HD remix is based off of and is a very, very tournament-worthy game. So that might not be a way to go for Classic Street Fighter. Plus, Capcom Collections Volume 2 is an incredible compilation. Yeah, it's fantastic. There are some awesome, awesome arcade games on there. Uh, all right, all right. for my last question, are there any more Zelda Wind Waker-style RPG games? I cannot play RPGs even to save my life. My brain overheats and melts before <laughs> my eyes. Could you please recommend some easy RPGs to play? Thanks, guys. Love the show. I have a lot of respect for you guys, and if you ever changed 360 Nation, that'll be next week, right? Uh, I'll tie yep. you guys to Chuck's mom <laughs> and throw you in the sea. <laughs> Keep up the good work and peace out. Yeah, but she would float. Um, well, off the top of my head, uh, Okami. Yeah, that, that uh, wow, that look. one didn't even pop into my head. I would say that's a better Zelda game than Zelda. That's what I hear from a lot of people. Yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the game, but like, it is very easy. They really hold your hand through it, so that's the only real downside. Right. Um, for other stuff, everybody always goes nuts over Dark Cloud one and two, two especially. But I never really cared for either one. Did you play? But them they're kind of action rpgs that are cell shaded see actually dark cloud looked always looked good to me i always wanted to try it i just never got around to it i tried if you would go dark cloud i'd go too yeah yeah Uh, a friend of mine lent it to me once and i really couldn't get into it but it's by level five and they're one of the best rpg developers out there um for another good action rpg i would definitely suggest ease arc of napishtim for ps2 um, it's nothing really like Zelda, but it's an action RPG, so it might be a little easier for you. Um, really cool combat system in it. So make sure to get the PS2 version, not the PSP. 
And uh, before you play it, look up the codes on the internet to uh, disable the horrible CG intro they added to it and restore the original Japanese anime intro. Listen to you getting all ease up on everyone. Well, I have to, because uh, they announced Ease 1 and 2 for the DS is coming to America. Oh, snap. I got the email from uh, Atlas today, too, because I'm on the mailing list. <laughs> 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 yeah, unfortunately, these are supposed to be kind of shitty ports of Ease 1 and 2, so... That kind of sucks, but I'm still happy it's getting released in the U.S. and English. Hell is this? They just put a post on the blog, on the official PS blog? Yeah. They're adding David Hasselhoff to pain. That is the best thing I have ever heard. It's actually a post by David Hasselhoff. Are you I'm, s- I'm coming to pain, and it hurts so good. Don't believe me? People Magazine just broke the story, and I'm talking about it on my blog. And they have pictures of David Hasselhoff being flung around in pain oh my god that is <laughs> that is so freaking awesome if they make kit one of the cars i'm just gonna freak oh my god i'm sorry i'm gonna I, yell I'm this to my to... wife real quick wow hey Jess, wow david hasselhoff is gonna be a character in pain oh no shit <laughs> <laughs> oh man! That rules. <laughs> now that's better than having Buzz. <laughs> that rock <star>. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Wow! Oh, shit! Oh my god, that is awesome. All right. Well, uh, were you done? Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you remember yeah. what you're talking about? All right. All right. Let's go on to number three then. All right. Is it my turn again? <laughs> it is your turn. All right. Hey guys, loving the podcast, and I was wondering if either of you have had to get your PS3 repaired by Sony because of the Blu-ray drive failing, because when I was playing MGS4, it suddenly died. Oh, and one other thing, do you know if the European store will actually get any good PS1 titles, like Wild Arms, because the best we got is Crash Bandicoot 1? (laughs) Can you help me get some people for my friends list so I can trash talk on Wipeout? Alex Hedges from England, PSN ID Hedges 1001, that's H-E-D... G-E-S-1-0-0-1. Jeez. <laughs> All the numbers. Um, I threw this in there because I haven't told the story of my PS3 in a while because I actually have had mine repaired. But not for the Blu-ray. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, I guess it wasn't actually the Blu-ray drive. It overheated thanks to uh, something not working right, but only when I was upscaling DVDs. If I played a Blu-ray or a PS3 game or even a PS2 game, it was fine but it would overheat within 10 minutes if I tried to put a DVD into it. Right. But uh, I just wanted to say, like, you know, Sony's repair was just awesome. It was still within the year warranty. So I think it took them, what, like 10 days for me to get the box. And then I sent it back, and I'm like, man, that that took a while to get the box. And then, like, I think less than five days later, I had the replacement. So, yeah, they, they were pretty damn smooth. Um, obviously now it's out of warranty, so I think they charge like 150 US dollars to fix it if it's out of warranty. Yeah, I think that's the same as it is for the 360, because I've heard that on on that end too. Yeah, so hopefully it doesn't end up dying again, but yeah, I've heard other people saying their Blu-ray drives have died, but that's kind of the danger with new technology too, because you just never know how long it's going to last. Right. So, um, it sounds like the Blu-ray drives were actually kind of more problematic over in Europe, though. For some reason, it just really? seems like I hear more of those stories from people in Europe. I don't know. Maybe it's completely random, though. <laughs> 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 Who knows? 
still. Yeah. You know, it, that's about as random as David Hasselhoff being in pain. Yeah. <laughs> what the frick? All right. So have you heard about any PS1 games coming to Europe? You know, it's funny. We whine over here in the U.S. about the piss poor selection of PS1 games. And we've got nothing to work, uh, to really complain about compared to Europe. They, they have gotten so hosed over there. It's not yeah. even funny. Uh, I would say my best bet would be create a U.S. account and start downloading from there or do like Mark and I. We both have Japanese accounts and download it from there. I mean, they're in Japanese, but most of the times they're, they're very playable. And, and I'd say probably 80% of the PS1 games I have are from Japan. Yeah, or if you don't care about like playing them on the PSP or anything, you can always just you know eBay the actual PS1 disc. True. So. Because uh, the backward compatibility that's talked about that's not in... The 40 gig or 80 gig does not apply to PS1 games. Yeah, and then even then you could still play it via remote play on the PSP. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, last last email. Uh, hello, it's CJ23K again. Sounds like a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, and I'd like to know, are Japanese PSPs region-free? I want a white one from Play Asia because I'm stupid, and I want it to match my white 60 gig PS3 and DualShocks. Uh, I still only have the original. Uh, also, or I still only have the original. Uh, so we'll answer that question. Yes, they're backward compatible. All PSPs are region free. Yep. Long and short of it, you should be fine. Uh, why isn't Far Cry Two getting more attention? I know a lot of stuff is releasing this season, but the game looks fucking ridiculous. And finally, why couldn't they patch Little Big Planet to remove the offensive song? Blah 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 blah. Because uh, we already talked about that. So. Uh, he also says, cool show and great job with Extra Life. That was seriously cool of VG, VG Evo to do that, and I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Far Cry 2, I think it's getting some press, but I think it's it's just kind of getting crushed by all these other quote-unquote AAA titles like Fallout 3 and yeah. Little Big Planet and MotorStorm Pacific Rift coming out. And um, It looks cool, though. Like I, I seriously paid it zero attention until like this past week when reviews started coming out. Yeah. And now I actually want to play it because it sounds really neat. And the weird thing is, it's I guess on the PS3 it's got a three and a half gig install, huh. so it must play all from the hard drive. Uh, it yeah. does. It looks really cool. I went to the home uh, space during uh, the Extra Life thing. I was streaming off my little MacBook camera, so nobody could really see much. But you know, I went into the home thing and it was neat. You know, and I dinked around. And but they have the map up there, and you look at that map. Oh my God, it's huge. So it should be interesting. It actually, to me, seems kind of like a a more serious Mercs 2. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking with yeah. Malaria. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've got to come up from Gamefly. I don't know when it's going to be here, but uh, I'll definitely be doing a review of that game eventually. It's just not going to be day one. Yeah, I'll definitely be Gameflying it at some point, but there's a lot of other games that are taking precedence right now. And unfortunately, that's probably what's going to happen to it sales-wise. You know, I'm going to turn off the freaking chat box. <laughs> Patriot Ball's Why? on here saying, Torgo, you should get the Hoff on PS Nation. Show him some Torgo oh, time and you can oh. win America's Got Talent. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. We should try to get him. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'll try to arrange it. When I was in Germany in high school, like he was huge over there. I oh, see yeah. kids running around with a, a, a t-shirt that just said David Hasselhoff all in rainbow letters. Oh my god. <laughs> He's the Hoff, man. He, nobody eats four burgers like David Hasselhoff. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 We're 
We're terrible. I know, but I just love the word floor burger. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, there's that YouTube video when he was all drunk and his daughter was videotaping him. So anyway. Yeah, that made me sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, since I mentioned Patriot Ball, I actually do owe an actual phys- or an actual like official shout out to somebody that helped me out this week. Uh, Rios2620. He got me a beta key for Call of Duty World at War on the 360. So I want to thank you very much for that, uh, for that help. So official PS Nation po- shout out. Uh, also to Philly fanboy, just because I want to make Professor PlayStation happy. He was all upset <laughs> because he forgot to talk about the Phillies when he was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, we're through the emails. Yay. So uh, what we're going to do is take a little break. And when Ooh. we come back. We are going to um, have our NBA 09 The Inside Contest winners. But actually, not a break. I'm sorry. We're going to play the uh, interview from Team Ramrod. Wait, what about the theme song winner? Uh, We're going to do that later. Oh, okay. We're going to do that after news. I see. See If you'd read what I sent you. I can't read. Uh Uh-oh. Finally came out. (laughs) It's my dark secret. Well, uh, after, after the announcement and the release of the patch... For high velocity bowling last week i pretty much said we need to get these guys on this is a game i really do like and uh, i wanted to talk to them and, and find out kind of you know why after all this time that all of a sudden they decided to bring this huge patch out and uh we had a lot of fun with these guys and uh, i definitely hope we get them back on again but uh here's our interview with the developers of high velocity bowling all right well we've got mike skinner and josh hart from team ramrod it's only San, san diego studios uh, and they're here to talk about high velocity bowling, and uh, really the focus or the reason that I wanted to do the interview was this huge, humongous update that they released last week that added a very awesome feature in in, in terms of online play. Finally, something that I actually wanted from the beginning, and uh, I pushed for this interview pretty bad because so, I wanted to talk about the game because I love it. Um, so, welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Are Are you guys nervous at all? Um, nah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be. Glenn's like a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm big, fat, and cuddly. Um, <laughs> well, we got him laughing before because I said that Mark uses a rectal microphone because of the way he talks. So we always try to lighten the mood with our with our interviewees. <laughs> um, well, we got we got a lot of questions from um, our, our listeners. We put a thread up on VG Evil last week, and I mean, we had a ton of, of questions, which is pretty surprising for a game that's been out as, as long as bowling. But I actually have a question ahead of time, and that is Team Ramrod, that's got to be from Super Troopers. Am I right? I don't think we can make any uh, statements regarding that. Oh, boy. <laughs> but we're fans of the movie. <laughs> All right. I mean, we're fans of Super Troopers. And... <laughs> <laughs> that's a good enough answer, I think. Yeah, I think so. We'll leave that to everyone's imagination, kind of like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Mark, you want to a- ask the first question that we've got here? Sure, why not? This is from our buddy Project 2501. He asked, this question is mostly due to laziness, but exactly how many people can join up in a single online game, one versus one, up to six? Also, how did you join up with, or how do you join up with friends, lobbies, Look up their ID, invites of some sort. That is a lazy question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a basic standard head-to-head. Uh, the game right now, we put it together so it's one person versus one person. Uh, when you log into the online, 
uh, you look in the, or when you log into on, uh, bowling for the first time, you're going to see that the main menu's changed, and we have our play online section. From there, you're going to see a list of bowling alleys, which is our clever term for lobbies. Um, you can also look at your friends list to see if they're playing online, and it'll show you what alley they're in if they're currently playing bowling. Uh, from there, you're going to be able to look at all the players in each alley, send a challenge to them, or you can even, you know, you can ignore them, send challenges. And then we have a standard player matchup screen that allows a couple of the new features in bowling to come through where you can choose your ball bag, you can select the, the oil pattern that you want to play in, the bowling alley that you want to play in, and then go for, right into the online experience from there. It's one thing I've always liked about the game is that I, I always kind of uh, compared it to something like a Hot Shots Golf where if you want kind of an arcade experience, you've got it. But if you really want to get technical, I mean, high-velocity bowling, you've got the different oil distribution on the lanes and, you know, the different spins and everything else and, you know, the weight of the ball. And that's what I love about the game so much is that there's some depth there if you want it. It's not just some, you know, arcade game that you play at the bar for a buck. That's right. It can be pretty casual or it can be a little bit more hardcore. It depends on how, how deep into it you want to get. Right. Yeah, that's, that's something that, that, like, magnetized me to the game right away, so... All right, from Mr. DeBucket, and I can't believe he didn't ask a minecart question. This is like the first time ever. Um, he asks, what inspired or sparked the concept of making high-velocity bowling, and will you continue to, to develop for this game in terms of new patches or characters, or are you moving on to, to a new game? Well, I think the original concept behind it, you know, when the six-axis was announced, the team really wanted to work with it and see what we could come up with. And we had some people in the department that were really big bowling fans and you know of course the six axis fits pretty well in your hand and you know being a simple you know physical motion we decided to take a stab at doing a bowling game so as we started producing it doing some development we were a couple months into it when we found out we bowling was coming out so we knew we had some competition to deal with right off the bat but we think we put out a real you know, a better bowling simulation. It's like you'd said, you can be a casual person playing it or you can really take it as far as you want and study the oil patterns and get better at it. The second part, as far as, you know, continuing development, we, we can't say exactly what we're doing, but we do have more downloadable content coming in the future. And you'll probably see some updated blog posts on the PlayStation blog as it comes out. Okay. That's fair enough. Mark? Hmm. Yeah. See, our next question is from Sirius Cross. Uh, he asks if there are any plans for a create a bowler or a bowling ball or lane well, kind of know, mode. We did think about create a bowler at one point, and uh, it's something that, that we investigated a little bit of thought into, or invested a little thought into, I should say. And at the end of the day, it's it's not something that we really have the budget for right now. Mm-hmm. So, as you, as you can tell, I mean, the game's only ten bucks. Um, it took us a while to develop it because we have a small team, and then it took a while to get out the uh, the add-on, and the add-on's free. So, unfortunately, I think at this point, while we will be, uh, while we do have more plans to support high-velocity bowling, at least as of right now, um, that's not one of them. Fair enough. All right. All right. Next one. Actually, a couple people asked this one. Uh, Go blow soup. I don't know where people <laughs> come up with these names. And. Uh, <laughs> I just, all right, and uh, Devil Maker, they both basically asked, uh, you know, they looked through the trophies list, and they were both wondering why are they all only for online uh, play, no single-player trophies at all. 
Okay, yeah, we're seeing a couple people make comments like that. Um, as it turns out, when we, we decided to add PlayStation trophies, we really wanted to make sure that people didn't have to go back and redo challenges that they've already achieved in the offline portion of the game. And because the entire, you know, online update, we want to really promote the online play, so we thought it was kind of went hand in hand to just have all the new PSN trophies coordinate with online play to encourage a bit of a community and just to get more people out there playing each other. Yeah, that and, you know, we already had a lot of things. We had patches, which you could get in offline play. We have all, all the trick shots so you can earn stars, which affect your leaderboards. So there's already a lot of stuff that you could do offline. Um, so when we got the opportunity to add new things with the trophies, it really just seemed to make sense that we know anybody who's got the game can connect online, so uh, why not make the trophies there and help promote people to get, get playing online, get a little bit more of a community going. There were actually quite a few people on before we recorded tonight. I got on to play a couple of games, and there were quite a few people in the lobbies. I was kind of surprised for the time of day. Yeah, that's great news. Yeah, yeah it we, is. The, the patch went live last Thursday, and you know, at one point we had almost 200 players playing at the same time, and we were pretty happy that you know just one post on the blog, you know, enough people saw it, and you know, the fans of the game that are still playing it months and months after release are getting this big boost of content. And yeah. It, it, we've been pretty proud of it and have we're really happy we have quite a big community playing it. Now, are you guys thinking about anything uh, in terms of organized tournaments or anything to that effect? Um, internally with Sony, we have not. We've seen that quite a few people on different websites are putting together their own leagues or planning nights where they want to play, but aside from an organized one through the company, that hasn't been discussed. Okay. All right. Mark? All right. Uh, we got here CJ23K. He's asking, have you considered enhancing the motion controls, which I love, even further in high-velocity bowling, or even getting Sony to develop a game-specific controller to compete with Wii Bowling? Well, there's a bit of backstory on the motion control for for bowling. We we created a bunch of different scenarios. And, um, you know, we made different motion controls that were a little harder, added spin, we made them too easy, too hard, and it took us a long time to kind of filter down to one that anybody could pick up and play. And we've, we've dialed it in pretty well. Um, I'm not sure we have the ability to go any further with it because we, you know, we spent a long time getting it there. But as far as developing anything custom, I don't, I don't think that's, yeah, I, I don't, that's in, in the works. Unfortunately, work. I don't think we're in the position to create our own peripherals. <laughs> well, I also, I mean, normally you don't see that for a $10 downloadable game either. Right. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's, I, you know, there's no telling what could happen. If somebody wanted to make a peripheral, it'd be great. But we, we right now don't know of anything and, and can't. Yeah. Right. I can't conceive of that happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> I really love the motion controls in this, though. I think they're at that perfect level to have a decent learning curve, but still be easy enough to, to use. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like a, I mean, we're happy with the way it turned out. And it's funny playing it online. You know, you see different way people are playing, and it, it's pretty cool to watch. You know, people are getting rated. People, are, you can see who are the really challenging people, and if you mm -hmm. play them, it's amazing to watch them score a 300 game on you. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that's when you got to change up the oil pattern. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, one thing I always liked is the way that you guys do the spin, because you know I played Wii bowling quite a bit, and I got to the point where I dialed it in with the way I was wow. twisting my my wrist and. 
I was getting, you know, over 200 every time, you know, and I was just really rolling a pretty steady ball. And the way you guys right. have the spin, it really kind of, you know, me growing up as a bowler and, and playing this, it kind of dials things in a little bit more in terms of the chance that you're taking or, or just the concentration that you have to do when you throw that ball down the lane. So yeah. that, that kind of grabbed me right away. And I, I was pretty floored by that because when the game first came out, I thought it was going to be like Wii Bowling where I had to twist my wrist, all, you know, the way I had to on that game. And, you know, it took a couple of games to get used to it. But once I did, I, I really, you know, gravitated towards it. Yeah, I, I think in some ways what we've got is actually better uh, because with, when you've got a little Wiimote controller in your hands, and don't get me wrong, Wii Bowling is fun, but when you've got that controller in your hands and you twist your twist your wrist, you don't really have the, the type of pressure or stress on your wrist that comes from using a real bowling ball and trying to hook it, right? right? And that, of course, wears on you throughout the course of a, of a typical game or a set of multiple games. Uh, with this, using the pressure controller, uh, I'm sorry, the pressure on the um, R2 or L2 triggers, uh, I think it does simulate, like like you said, that you really do need to need to master that element of the game, that skill. And moving your arm and keeping your finger in the same exact position is uh, is something that you have to just get good at, which you can. Yeah, I'm still not great at it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. It's it does it does take a little. Uh, well, maybe not a little. Maybe it's a lot of practice, but you can do it. And then when you get consistent uh, hooking, then you'll, you'll really see your game get better. It's uh, much more reliable than, than trying to throw the straight ball. Right. Although I did, I just played a guy online, and that's all he did is throw a straight ball the entire time. Oh, shoot. How do you do? Not too well. That's good. <laughs> I think you threw a 125, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um. The uh, these next questions are from uh, I think it's Asian six one nine. Yeah, I think so. And actually, uh, these are a couple of my favorite questions. Uh, so we'll we'll go one at a time on them. But uh, what character and ball combination do you guys use uh, the most? Uh, for me, I generally I've been using Barry and the round beef ball. It's the yeah. I think it's the C minus ball and the C plus ball. I seem to have the best luck with that on all the oil patterns. Hmm. I typically I just. I've been using uh, Spider the most, and uh, sometimes Hero, depending. But um, as for the ball choice, it's really just whichever one I like the look of, and then I'll, I'll adjust my shot to work with the ball and the, and the oil most of the time. <laughs> How about you guys? Which combo do you like? I'm um, I've been using Barry with, uh, it's a B ball. I can't remember exactly what it looks like. It's an orange ball, uh, but it's a B class. And I, okay. I'm thinking of switching, actually. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Uh, some other good options are Mike and Amber, you know, um, especially if some people, you know, this isn't really how I play games, but if you if you download the game and you want to just jump straight into the online, uh, you might want to invest the extra dollar or two dollars into Mike and Amber just so that you have two characters already unlocked. Right. And of course, yeah. if you've already unlocked everybody, then they're still fun, there's you know, still extra characters. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to work on a couple characters still. <laughs> uh, and actually that rolls into the next question that is i can't seem to beat the guy with the viking helmet any tips well you know what happens is every time you play him the oil pattern is the same i think so you just have to find what shot works for you and uh Damn adjust to, adjust to that specific <laughs> oil pattern and then realize that when you play the next character that that same trick won't work because there may be a different oil pattern on that lane so really it's just a matter of experimentation and finding the shot that works for that for that oil pattern right because nothing he does can ever affect your game you know right so it's really just how good you, how well you can do to the conditions 
this last one is one that I, I actually really like this idea. I kind of hope you guys think about it. Uh, any possibility of throwing in a cosmic bowling or black lights and phosphorant, phosphorant uh, pins type of setting in the game? Yeah, when we read that, we thought that's a pretty cool idea. I mean, we're going to have to you know, see what we can do maybe with an add-on character down the road, but, I mean, it's a really cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. I actually used to work for Brunswick, so I kind of like that idea because that was always a fun thing to do. You know, what's funny is I know that we talked about the Cosmic Bowling at some point during this game's development, which, how long has that been now? It's been a while. A been a, I mean, the game's been out since last December. Right, and so it was, that's another 10 months. Good yeah. Lord. <laughs> so we're talking about almost over the course of two years now. Yeah. Um, and I know at some point we talked about Cosmic Bowling, and everybody said, yeah, that's great. And then it, it fell off of the radar in light of all the other more important pressing issues at the time. Right. But maybe it's time for it to rear its cosmic head again. <laughs> I think that'd be really cool just to have the glowing pins and, you know, the whole oh, yeah. effect with having the black lights up. That'd be, that'd actually be a lot of fun. I think so. I, I agree with you. All right, Marcus. Yeah. Well, this next question actually came to us from quite a few of our European listeners, and uh, they want to know if there are any plans to make the update available in Europe. Yeah, we, we've seen quite a bit of that activity on forums on different sites. And, I mean, I, I want to stress... We have a lot of fans in the UK and around the world, and we're doing everything we can right now to get the patch ready for everyone else. I mean, we're doing all the translations. We have it in test, and it's it's just a unfortunately a, a it's a bit of a process. So yeah, we have, we we wouldn't want to leave anybody out ever. So we we definitely are bringing it to Europe. Cool, cool. That's always good to hear. Yeah, they always feel so left out. yeah i think a lot of them understand that it's a process too because there's so many different languages it needs to go through and so many different certifications it has to go through that are completely separate languages different uh certifications different tests different um ratings different legality yeah it's just a totally different region and it's not it's not as easy as people seem to think to uh to transfer a game from one region to another or or probably anything for that matter Mm. not just a game just happy everyone's excited to get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eggy CEO asks, uh, why is there no kind of a quick join feature uh, to get into an online game uh, so they don't have to go through all the different lobbies trying to find a game? Well, we agree that would definitely be nice. I mean, as Josh had alluded to before, we're we're a pretty small team, and we we felt like we put a whole lot of effort and a lot of content into this free update. And there was just a certain point where we had to start dropping features off just to make sure that we got this thing out. And we agree it's a great feature, but hopefully people won't find it too hard to, you know, find good matches with their friends. And the way the ranking system works, you should be able to find uh, an alley with the appropriate skill. And, you know, though it would be great to have, I think we still have a couple good options to find a good match. Plus, gamers are getting too lazy nowadays. Go do some work for a change. <laughs> I just want to hit one button. That's it. <laughs> but that wouldn't be much fun. Well, that's true. I mean, all that button pressing and everything. I mean, can't you like hire somebody to do that for you? I don't know. But isn't it exciting when you go through the alleys and you're like, "Ooh, will I find a match here?" <laughs> hey, there's another guy with a woman's name. What's going on here? <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Mark. All right. Yeah, uh, we got one from XBS George. He's asking, why did you choose to have the challengers select the lane conditions and not the ones being challenged? Hmm. Well, I guess it's, you know, when the host, it's pretty traditional, I guess, in online games when the host player is setting up the match, they're creating the conditions for the game. Um, you know, anyone is able to challenge anyone else. So if, you know, if you want to play on a certain oil pattern and a certain level, that's that's kind of your responsibility when you make the challenge. It's your choice. Yeah, I would say that as a as a challengee, if you're being challenged by someone and you're concerned about the oil pattern that they're going to pick, um, when you accept the challenge, you don't have to hit ready. You don't have to mark your character as ready. You could wait and let the challenger mark themselves as ready first, meaning that they've already chosen the oil pattern. Right. Yeah, and with the voice chat, you know, you guys can. The two yeah. players can communicate and pick on, uh, you know, pick on the settings, and you can always back out. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame, but <laughs> if, you, if you don't, I played Mike the other night, and he destroyed me on a particular oil pattern, and so, uh, you know, being, being a little upset gamer that I was, I said, okay, well, I'm going to challenge him back and pick a different oil pattern, and, uh, you know, we're friends, so it all works out good. Uh, <laughs> like I said, I think if you're, if you're concerned that somebody's going to, just destroy you with a particular pattern. You just have to, as, as the challengee, don't select ready until the other person has chosen the oil pattern and, and mark their ready box. Is there a specific reason that there's not custom soundtrack support when you have voice chat on? Yes, yeah, so actually, it's a technical reason. The okay. decoding software for the voice chat and for the uh, MP3 playback is actually the same. So, unfortunately, oh. with the version of the firmware that we were working with, um, we had to make a decision to allow one or the other, and because we wanted to support both features as close or as best as we could, you know, we offered the ability to use the custom soundtracks with the playlist, but unfortunately, we couldn't keep them on simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. I remember what technical restriction at the time of our development. Oh, okay. And, and actually, I just remembered what I was going to ask you about, or, or actually thank you for, and that is uh, the second game I played tonight, Got to about the eighth frame, and I was beating the guy pretty bad, and he dropped, and I actually ended up winning winning the game. So thank you for adding that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, I had the same thing happen to me. I was playing somebody, and I think I got three strikes in the first three frames, which is still pretty unusual for me. And uh, he ended up quitting because I mean he didn't have voice chat, so I couldn't talk to him and explain like I'm getting lucky. But uh, without voice chat, he must have thought I was some sort of bowling god. Zeke of a bowling god, but <laughs> the actual skill. Uh, someday I hope to be that good. <laughs> All right, let's see. The last question that we have is from Roadrunner seventy nine, and he asks. And actually, I don't know if this is a problem anymore, but uh, apparently the stats recording and the and the stats actually posting was not working a couple of, for a couple of days at least. Is that fixed? Well, the we started seeing some of that about a day after the patch went live, and we were tracking some of the comments on the PlayStation blog, and we've been playing it ourselves trying to recreate the problem. Our technical staff has been grinding away at it, and it looks like yesterday we think we found the problem. We've been working on a solution today and testing it, and I'm really hoping by the time this podcast goes live uh, that the server will be fixed so we're getting really close to a solution cool 
Yeah, because I want my gaming awesomeness to be seen by everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people really want it. I mean, we totally understand. We took it really seriously. The stats are a big part, especially because they affect the trophies. And, you know, there's a lot of guys that have been playing bowling for so long, and once they had the chance to play one another, it was a good outlet for them to really see who was best. So yeah. we've got some good challenges going, and we want to get it back up and running for everyone. Well, I mean, for me, this game's perfect for me. I've got a gut. I grew up in Wisconsin. I drink beer. <laughs> so it's just perfect you for know, me. The game is really good because you have uh, you can play it one-handed and leave that other hand free for, for holding any sort of beverage. You see, <laughs> it's exercise with both arms. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we've taken a lot of your time up, so we don't want to keep you too long. I don't know if there's anything else you want to say to everyone, or uh, if you just want to say, screw these guys and leave. <laughs> Click. Oh, we, just, <laughs> we just want to thank everyone for the real positive feedback about the online update. And, you know, we were, that's a feature we've wanted in the game since we made it. And we could tell by the reaction of the people on the internet how excited they were and how many times we heard, man, if this game had online and trophies, it yeah. would be great. So, you know, we're really proud of the achievement. We're happy people like it, and it's been a real good success for us. We appreciate it. Yeah, uh, much appreciated. I would say also don't forget that you can play uh, offline multiplayer with up to four people and using only one controller. Um, so it makes itself a pretty good party game. And then uh, the only last thing I would add is uh, be on the lookout for NBA 09 for the PSP. <laughs> That's another Team Ramrod project. Yeah, actually, I reviewed that. I actually had the beta for that and did a review of it. And I'll tell you, comparing it to NBA Live, you guys killed NBA Live this year. Oh, great. Thank you. Thanks. That's yeah, that's great good news. to hear. Yeah, it is. I really like it. I, I've been playing it quite a bit. Well, that's, that's really great to hear. Yeah, our, our team is uh, kind of split between, between the two projects. So. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. Gentlemen, thanks oh, for coming on the show. What's that? Don't forget to check the PlayStation blog for you know further updates from us. Oh, Jeff's gonna like you pimping the blog. <laughs> Jeez. Now I gotta give him some yeah. crap. Uh. <laughs> All right, guys. Professor well, PlayStation. Professor PlayStation gets another gets another uh, pimp on the show. <laughs> and when you see Jeff, you have to call him Professor PlayStation. We need that to catch on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Professor PlayStation's good. <laughs> well, we were trying to find a different name for him. You know, Xbox has Major Nelson, so we tried to figure out something for Jeff, and we came up with Professor PlayStation. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming on the show, and um, you know, you guys are welcome to come on anytime you want, and uh, just let us know. She knows how to reach us, and uh, thanks for making such an awesome game, and thank you so much for bringing out this update. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks very much. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Okay, well, our thanks again to the guys from Team Ramrod for coming onto the show, uh, and our thanks to Sony San Diego Studios for setting all this up. They were more than willing to help us out, so um, our thanks, complete thanks to these guys for being so open and uh, and being so easy to talk to. Yeah. Uh, so and on to what a lot of people have been bugging me about all week, and <laughs> I can't believe the amount of entries we got. A couple of them are wrong but uh, most of them were correct. And basically, I think we had 62 entries because one of them actually got messed up and it's in with somebody else's. So 62 entries for the NBA 09 giveaway. 
And the question was, uh, in NBA Jam Tournament Edition, there are a bunch of hidden characters. And four of them were actually mascots from certain NBA teams. And uh, we just asked for one of them. Well, a lot of people actually went all out and sent us all four. Uh, the answers, of course, are uh, Benny from the Chicago Bulls, Brunch from the Minnesota Timberwolves, Hugo from the Charlotte Hornets, and the Suns Gorilla from the Phoenix Suns. Uh, now, I've said this before, uh, but we decided we're going to try to do this on the show tonight. We're going to try to call my mother and see if she can pick the numbers for us. So <laughs> let's see if, uh, if we can get her on the phone. All right. Now, be nice to my mother, Mark. What? She's a saint. You know what you said about my mom before? <laughs> well, I never say anything bad about your mother. Calling Torgo's mother. She's probably on the on. Hello. Hello, mother. Hello, son. <laughs> Mark is here too. Okay. Hi, Hi. Mark. It's mom, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> what are you doing tonight, mother? Are you playing Bejeweled like usual? No, I'm watching TV. What are you watching? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for eight o'clock. <laughs> oh, what's on at eight o'clock? CSI Miami or something? Uh, c- Criminal Minds. You and your weird cop shows. <laughs> it's it's so weird. After the Packer games, I always crash at their house now, and I, I come to work the next morning. And you know, like clockwork at what is it nine o'clock when uh, Cold Case comes on? Um, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. I'm trying to yeah. lay on the couch and sleep, and she's got Cold Case files or whatever on. <laughs> That's how much she really cares. But about I me. like mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mother, uh, we have 62 entries for this game. Okay. So I need you to pick two numbers between 1 and 62. Um, three. Wow. And 45. Three and 45. Okay, thank you, Mother. You're welcome. I will talk, talk to you later. soon. Love you. Okay, love you too. Okay, Aww. bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Mother. Uh, let me find him now. Uh, what is, was it? 3 and 45. 45? Yep. She's trying to kill me. Okay. Aren't they numbered in Gmail? No. No. Okay, our first winner is Mark Salazar. Yay! We need like some happy some, birthday. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Mark. Hey, it's another Mark. He should be disqualified for having the name Mark. Aw, why? Because he's too cool? <laughs> All right, uh, start talking because I have a lot of counting to do here. Count backwards from 61. It's shorter that way. So, uh, you like PlayStation, huh? <laughs> How about that local sports team? I hear they scored some goal units in the big game. I think they'll make it to the year-end championship. <laughs> You're an idiot. All right, our, <laughs> other, <laughs> our other winner is Dan Thorpe. So I will be sending both of you emails after we get done recording asking for your address, and we'll get that game shipped out to you right away. Um, also, don't forget, you have another chance to win a copy of the game. We're giving away two more copies over on VGEvo.com. Uh, I believe they're going to be putting it up tonight. So um, check VGEvo.com for all the contest details over there as well. I think it's going to be a simple trivia question as well. But uh, thank you, everybody, for, for participating. That was uh, a very nice turnout. Very, very nice Happy birthday. Happy birthday. All right, well, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we'll hit the news and our theme song contest and all of the new release news. 
Welcome to the Starlight Lounge, my babies. I've got a question that only sweet, sweet music can answer. It goes a little something like this. Where do you go? find us on itunes hey and we're back uh boy did everybody tinkle all right everything came out okay all right good no i'm still holding it (laughs) that makes you more intense on the show that's right yeah live it live it all right right. why don't you start us off on the news yeah uh pixel junk monsters will be getting a patch before the end of the month this is good news isn't it it's adding trophy support youtube recording a new difficult the levels easy and hard um adjust the strength of the towers a bit for example you'll have the ice tower available no gems required woohoo woohoo also the tesla's tower range has been increased dun 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 sounds like they just went through a bunch of rebalancing yeah pretty much cool you can uh, head over to ps3fanboy.com and see a short video of dylan is it cuthbert yep dylan cuthbert talking about it it's Q. It'll be available on October 30th for the U.S. and Europe. Yep. I think Japan gets it also, but I don't know if they're... I would say it's probably going to be the same day. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. This didn't add a custom soundtrack support, though, huh? No. But that soundtrack's those actually early, really cool. early, Those early test videos of uh, 2.4, they actually were demoing the custom soundtrack things with Pixel Junk Monsters. Does it already have? custom soundtrack i didn't think it did maybe it does i don't really play it so i don't know yeah i have it and i've only played it a couple times and now i don't remember Eek. yeah it's it's a good game just totally not my thing yeah well i, I really want to play it with somebody else and there's no online so it's one of those things where it's kind of waiting until uh like we have a chance to play with saber g who's just incredible at the game apparently yeah so uh right. next news item which is pretty big um the esrb spills the beans once again and the ratings board has actually listed Street Fighter Alpha 2 and Alpha 3 for release on the PS3 and PSP. Uh, again, we don't have any dates or anything like that. Uh, but like they say over on PS3 Fanboy, like Jem says over there, uh, it's probably going to be coming sooner than later since uh, they've just kind of announced to make sure that people know that Street Fighter 2 HD is still on the way and it's going to be very soon. Uh, I would assume yeah. that this is probably going to come up before Street Fighter 2 HD. Probably. I, I was all excited at first. I'm like, ooh, Street Fighter Alpha 3, and then I realized, oh, I already own like three versions of it. <laughs> you know what's really funny is I have Alpha 2 on, um, I have the arcade version here on my Super Gun. Nice. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that, because I love Alpha 2. Um, yeah. I like 3 more, but I have Alpha 3 on PSP already, so I don't need that on the right. go. Alright, I mean, I already have it on the go. Alpha 2 on the go would be kind of nice. Or I can just play it on Super Gun with those 30-pound 30, 30 joysticks that I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you wondering, wondering what a Super Gun is, it's a, a box that originally was used for, like, debugging arcade boards. At Like, you know, if you owned an arcade, you would want to have one there to test the board out. And people started making them into, basically, home consoles. 
So what you do is you take an actual arcade board, plug it into there if it's JAMA compatible, which is uh, a JAMA the is universal kind of a, arcade. Yeah, it's format. a universal standardized format for these boards, and uh, you can plug them into the TV and basically play like you're at the arcade. So I have one yes. of those. I've had it for a while, and I barely use it. I still need to either build myself one or buy one. I don't know. I'd rather just go get some cabinets because arcade games are getting so damn cheap now. I know. It's getting a little ridiculous, actually. <laughs> yeah. After after the pricing I just heard from Trick Man Terry, we should have probably gone down to his house at that, for that pinball fight. Yeah, fight. like $5 arcade games. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Even if they're in bad shape. Jeez. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, keep your eye, eye out. I think these are probably going to hit pretty quickly i actually had heard this news a while back but uh they couldn't tell me a date so i kind of knew this was coming i just wasn't allowed to say anything (laughs) yeah so but that's pretty cool it's nice to see number one a couple of games that well i mean two is really hard to to get unless you have the anthology but um, Mm -hmm. you know the ps ports are actually pretty good of those games too yeah definitely they're missing frames here and there but the uh, PS1 version of Alpha 3 is really the one that added all that extra stuff that showed up in all the subsequent versions. So it's right. pretty cool. Right. And actually, the uh, Alpha Anthology version on PS2 does not have like the World Tour mode and all that stuff, but the PSP Street Fighter Alpha 3 does, plus some new characters. Yeah. And if you have a Target so, near, they're selling Alpha 3 for the PSP pretty cheap. Yeah. That's worth it. If you want to play it on the go, get that version because it's yeah, really it's, good. It is really good. All right, next one. All right, this one, uh, your old man eyes can't see. But, yeah. uh Sony has no plans to fix the new problem with the uh, PSP displays. Apparently the PSP 3000 gets rid of the ghosting issues from the old one, but has new issues of its own in the name of scan lines and interlacing defects. So, yeah. Which I can't see. Hmm. <laughs> I actually put uh, NBA 09, the inside, on... I have two copies of it because I have that beta, and I put one on my Slim, one on my 3000. I literally had them stacked on top of each other, and I could not see these scan lines you're talking about. Um, I played Wipeout HD and watched an entire re- uh, replay. I played um, Pinball Hall of Fame. I played, uh, what was the other game? There was one of the one I put in there, Legend of Heroes. And not once did I see these scan line issues. So I, I don't know if... It's not every PSP and I got lucky or if this is like, maybe, well, I think I noticed what they're showing in these screenshots, but at the same time they're taking pictures of it. And I'm wondering if they're taking pictures with the camera off the screen because in certain technologies, if you try to take a picture of like an old CRT TV, it's going to look the same as that. But they're seeing it while they're playing is the point. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, all I'm telling you is I don't see it. I don't know. So if, probably I, if I saw one, it, I would so, say uh, something. I guarantee I'd say something. Yeah. When I get one, I'll let you know if I see it. Or just wait until I come down whenever and I'll show you. I, I honestly yeah, don't true. see it. That's true. If I actually notice it, I may not get one. I don't know. I really like it. I mean, it's, it's basically the same as the Slim, but the buttons and the D-pad, actually the buttons themselves feel a little bit better, but that indentation that they put between in the middle of the D-pad and the middle of all the buttons there makes a huge difference. I never really thought about it until i had it but anyway uh yeah i i don't know but uh basically you know sony's come out and said uh if there's a problem it's because of the hardware specification there's no way to really fix it via software and that's what they're saying today uh yeah. like, like i said if, if i if i saw it 
I guarantee I'd say something because I paid 200 bucks for this thing. Yeah. So I'm not sticking up for anyone. All right. Except the little guy. Yeah. No, I, I honestly would say what? something because I'd be really pissed off. All right. Last one. <laughs> you want me to read it? Yeah. Well, this one was yours. Oh, well, I can read it. Um, I don't care. Apparently, after the last firmware update to 2.50, uh, Mortal Kombat 2, which is one of the biggest downloaded titles on the PSN still, disappeared from the PlayStation Store completely. Uh, it sounds like it's it's just a glitch from the software update. They are, quote-unquote, working diligently to get the game back up on the store. But, uh, yeah, somebody noticed that it wasn't on the store anymore and it's been gone ever since the 2.50 update came out. But they are working on it, and they're going to get it back up there as soon as possible. So don't freak out, man. All right, then. Yeah, because I play that so often. You know, I actually do play it every now and then, especially with the Saturn pad now. Ooh, but I didn't think of that. It's a, it's, it's a great conversion of the arcade uh, ROM. It, it's excellent. The front end sucks. That stupid yeah. you know, early, midway front end from the PSN Ugh. where the sound is like 80 decibels louder than the rest of the game, but the game itself is solid, and it's just as hard as the arcade one, and it literally is... The arcade ROM from the latest version. So, for the price, it's a great game if you like Mortal Kombat 2. And in my yeah. opinion, Mortal Kombat 2 is still the best Mortal Kombat ever. So, I know you differ in opinion, but. Me? Well, yeah, I think I like Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 better. Yeah, but you're also kind of but... lame. No, I'm cool. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Mark and I pained ourselves over these for a long time. Ooh, I think this we've was chosen a, tough a winner. Decision. Yeah, this was very, very tough. Um, we actually sat here for about a half an hour before we started recording as well. And um, we had a ton of entries for the theme song contest, more than I actually expected. And we had some great ones. There were actually some that I really liked, uh, but a couple of them were just too long, and I really didn't know how to cut them. Um, before we even get started, thanks to everybody that, that sent us these entries for this theme song contest. It's just some of the stuff I might actually even still ask permission to use. I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, uh, we, no, we there's, finally... there's some really good ones. And I think uh, a lot of them would sound better as like background music. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there were some really, yeah, cool not that they were bad, but there's just ones that we thought fit better as an intro. Right. Uh, so here's the unveiling. Uh, I'm going to see if we can get a higher res copy of it or whatever. Um, but here is the one that we chose as the winner of our new theme song for the PS Nation podcast. PS Nation podcast. PlayStation 3. Uh, and that comes to us, and I'm going to murder this name, I know, uh, but that comes to us from Nick Inshausty. Uh So our thanks to Nick for sending that. I will be in contact with you probably tomorrow, and we'll see if we can get the ball rolling on. Unfortunately, it looks like he's uh, in Europe, and that's where they don't have PlayStation cards. So we're going <laughs> to have to figure out something. We'll probably have to buy him a game or something. Uh, but Nick, yeah. we will definitely take care of you. And um, you made a great theme song. It's the perfect length. And uh, just really good energy. So uh, yeah. Mark and I both agreed and, uh, on it before we even talked about it. Huge, huge thanks to everybody who sent in their entries. And 
don't think this means we didn't like them because I think we loved just about every single one. But yeah, yeah, it was a really tough decision. Yeah, we're actually. I'm kind of thinking about maybe even going after a second one for another part of the show. So I'll be in yeah. contact with that person as well. We just had some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, again, our thanks to Nick and our congratulations to you as well, sir. Uh, you did a great job. All right. Time for Mark to do his job. Oh, but I already did my job all day long today. And dude, this, I cannot believe the amount of PS2 <laughs> titles on there. Um, my only concern is if they're drink. using I'm some the... kind of a placeholder date for some of this stuff, but this is what's all listed. All right. Man, there's so much stuff. Well, if Can't you want to help, just tag out. Look. <laughs> all right. For PSP, we've got Monster Jam Urban Assault, Pro Evolution Soccer 2009, Ben 10 Alien Force, Neverland Card Battles, which actually looks kind of cool, uh, and King of Fighters Orochi Saga, which is very cool. PS2, we have Dora the Explorer, Dora Saves the Snow Princess. Pick of the week. Go Diego, go. Great dinosaur race. Just like your childhood. (laughs) No, that was my high school years. Get it right, man. Okay. Pro Evolution Soccer 2009. King of Fighters Orochi Saga. That's probably the version I'm going to buy. Actually, you know what? I might buy the PSP version of that instead. Whatever. Yeah. I don't have a fancy-ass Neo Geo like you do to play them on. Yeah. Ben 10 Alien Force, SingStar Country, SingStar Legends, Baja 1000 Score International, MotoGP 08, Pro Bull Riders Out of the Shoot. What? <laughs> How the hell are you going to play that? And what comes out of the shoot? You don't um, want to know. Monster Jam Urban Assault. Probably kill this one. Mana Kamiya, Alchemist of Alrevis. Mm-hmm. High School Musical 3, Senior Year Dance, Ooh, all in capital. That actually comes with a dance pad, too. Nice. That's classy. Shrek's Carnival Craze. And Guitar Hero World Tour, PS3. SingStar Volume 2, MotoGP 08, Pro Evolution Soccer 2009. Baja 1000, Score International, Guitar Hero World Tour, Fallout 3, Motorstorm Pacific Rift, and last but not least, and for Reasels this time, Little Big Planet. Reasels? Yeah, I made that up. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Ass Coin or whatever I said before. Yeah, no, Ass Point. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, I was at a GameStop today and the dude behind the counter assured me that it would be a next Monday. I don't know if I believe him or not. Well, he does work at GameStop. In other words, don't believe the hype. Yeah, he did say the minecart level was awesome. Well, but the frame rate kind of suffers. <laughs> Actually, you know, a little big planet does have a minecart level. Yeah, so I hear <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> funny. Because I was streaming it during Extra Life, and all of a sudden I'm like, Minecart confirmed! Minecart confirmed! <laughs> <laughs> so those, I think I, I think I had like 50 people watch my stream or something. Those 50 people got a really good laugh, I'm sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, Blu-ray, boy. Yeesh. Yeah, you do this one. There ain't much next week. Uh, the Dead Space animated uh, movie is coming out on Blu-ray. Dead Space Downfall. Uh, Elf, which, eh, the... The DVD is actually really good. I don't know if Elf is really worth rebuying. Uh, Journey of the Center of the Earth. 
uh, with the 3D glasses and everything. Mm. That might be pretty interesting. It's a kids movie, but eh. Boy. Who is it? It's oh brutal. my god. What? One of the worst movies I have ever seen. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Oh, yeah. That was so bad. Like, it wasn't funny bad. It was just bad. Just astastic bad? Yeah, in fact, the uh, friend of mine who rented it and forced us to watch it is over here tonight. Who's that? Playing Rock Band right now, Max. <laughs> uh, Overdrive Prime on VG Evo. Uh, yeah, during he, our uh, break. For, like, no. Huh? During our break, grab a newspaper and smack him on the nose. Okay. <laughs> no. We had a, no. We had a bunch of people over. He like we're all just like, dude, turn it off. And he's like, no, no, it's funny. And we're like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's like a total homemade movie, and it's just oh, terrible. Uh, I like cheesy, campy shit, but this was just shit. Yeah. Oh, I think I got a lot of crap coming out next week. This is awful. Um, the Polar Express in 3D. That movie was just creepy, though. Yeah, I, that creeped the hell out of me. I hope my kids never want to see it. <laughs> oh, like they'll stay home past the age of seven. They'll run away. Oh, or I'll sell them to the circus, either one. That too. If they have little hands, they could be carnies. <laughs> I am descended from carnival folk. See, there you go. Yeah, so uh, Blu-ray next week. It, I'd say just go by the Hulk and watch that a couple times this week. I don't okay. know. Yeah, not too good. All right, well, let's take our next break. And when we come back, we'll... Uh, have our hands on with Dead Space and our reviews of Rock Band 2 and Little Big Planet. Yay. Hey, hey, everyone. My name's Dale Coolis, and I am host of the podcast On Tap, found on the VGEVO Podcast Network or on our new website at ontappodcast.com. And our podcast is a video game alternative podcast. You know, there's a ton of other awesome podcasts that cover the latest happenings of the industry well. So what we do is we focus on reviews, uh, retro reviews, roundtable discussions, and we even make sure to talk about a lot of the dreaded pile of video game movies. If you want to give your iPod or other audio device of your choice something different to listen to, uh, check us out. Look for us on the VGEVO Podcast Network or on tappodcast.com. Thanks. Okay, well, we're all back, and uh, it's time for Mark to talk about a game that has been hotly talked about on the Shoutbox and also on VGEVO's forums, uh, a game that a lot of people are freaking out about. So apparently it's pretty good, and that is Dead Space for the PS3. So Woo! Mark, take it away, because I haven't even seen this game yet. Yeah, uh, I've, I haven't played much of it yet. I got it from Gamefly yesterday. And we played Rock Band 2 for a while, and I put in, I don't know, like, a little over an hour. Um, This is one of the most technically impressive-looking next-gen games I've ever seen. Seriously, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's very dark and very brown, but it's very gorgeous. <laughs> uh, It's really set up completely cinematically. Um, When we always saw the previews, and I kind of described it as of a mash of a bunch of different things... It really is. It's basically like Event Horizon crossed with Aliens, crossed with Doom 3, crossed with, I don't know, a little bit of Resident Evil 4 for the combat, maybe. Um, Not a bad thing, because they did a hell of a good job. I uh, had gotten a message from Zakupilot, and he told me to play it on hard, because it makes the atmosphere a little better. And yeah, I'll agree it does, but uh, it also makes it kind of frustrating. (laughs) Probably Aww. mostly because I'd never played it before, so I'm, you know, like a half hour in and just getting my ass kicked, I'm out of ammo, 
I can't melee attack worth shit. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. So I just restarted on normal. Well, you should know and, better uh, than Wilson Izaku Pilot. He works for the man now. That's right. He does. And we, do we ever say congrats to him on the show? No, I guess we should do that now. Congrats oh, to Izaku yeah. Pilot for getting his job at Sony Computer Entertainment of America. You finally made Way it, to buddy. Go, man. You got to keep Professor PlayStation in check for us. Yeah, definitely. You can be our spy. Oh, I shouldn't <laughs> have said that. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> so congrats um, to Zaku. Yeah, congrats, man. Uh, I restarted a normal, replayed most of what I did and got a little further. And it is actually almost too easy on normal now because stuff takes way, le- way fewer shots to kill. You don't take nearly as much damage. I'm kind of torn as to how I want to proceed. Uh, but anyway, the game's good. I can't say it's completely grabbed me yet, but from what we've been hearing, you have to play in like well past the first hour, and then all of a sudden it just ramps up to awesome. So I'm yeah. eagerly awaiting that. I really like it. I think it's got you know a great atmosphere, but so far it doesn't feel like a horror game to me at all. You know, it's got the jump out and scare you type stuff, but I haven't seen anything yet that made me say, "Oh shit." It was mostly just like, oh, yeah, I hope I don't get attacked now because I'm out of ammo. And oh, good, there's an enemy. I'll try to run past him. So, yeah, it's cool. I've been been getting insanely good reviews. So I'll be back next week with a full review. I don't think I'm actually going to be able to finish it before next week because we're going to be out of town for a wedding. But I'll play as much as I can and base it off that since I think most people who want this game are probably already going to have gone out and bought it or rented it. Yeah, probably. So there you go. Actually, I think one of our listeners already finished it. I just can't remember who the heck it was. They were on the shop box last night. Nice. And he actually said game of the year. So, mm. but he could be very, uh, very easily influenced in one way or the other where he plays that and says game of the year. And then he plays like Lair. Oh, game of the year. Um, <laughs> so who knows? But yeah, a lot of people are ranting about it. Yeah. All right. On to the game that uh, I actually finished my last five hours of extra life. On Monday with, uh, and we're talking about Rock Band Two. Woo! Yeah. Uh, you, did you just buy the game, or did you buy all the new instruments? No, we just bought the game because we already had the instruments from the first one. Yeah, I may have to actually go out and get the new microphone though, because it actually has buttons right on the mic. It does. Uh, apparently, because huh. if you read the manual, it talks about hitting the button on the microphone. I'm like, oh, you know that that seems kind of trivial, but. Kind of a pain in the ass uh-huh. when you have a bunch of drunks in the room and they're waiting to yeah. they're waiting for that person to start up and you have to go grab the controller and find it and yeah, I might have to actually go get the new mic. That's cool. The yeah. new guitar sounds great because it's got USB ports in the sensor. Yeah, yeah. The well the new guitar also will automatically sync up with uh your TV. It'll actually automatically sense uh yeah. for calibration uses, which is pretty nice. It has a manual calibration built into it as well. And actually, I went through that and j- instead of just using the default like LCD setting. Uh, and, yeah. man, it's, it's worked perfectly. But um, I uh, We tried the calibration, and it completely uncalibrated our game. Ah, well, I know Fasal had, had a problem with it. He, he, it took him like three tries. Yeah, we tried it like two or three times with the little hit the X when the, the noise goes off and then when you see the meter go. And finally, it was so off, I just started doing the manual one, and I think I have it set at, like, 15 or something now. Mm. Which seems, it might still slightly be off, so I might set it down to 10. Right. But it's working fine now, but before it was way off. Oh, mine's working fine, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I do like that new guitar, though, but 
the wife said, no, we have two working guitars. You're not going to go get another one. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's why I never went out and bought one either. I have, you know, the regular rock band guitar and then I have the, um, the front man. Me and too. Thanks to you. Yay. Happy birthday. No, that was Christmas. No, that was home. That was your, your housewarming gift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it works great with rock band too. Works beautifully with rock band too. Uh, I just can't believe how much more I like this game than the first one. And, and I never expected I know. to. That's an understatement. <laughs> it, I mean, it's just everything that you complained about in the first game is fixed here. And it, they've just yeah. tweaked the shit out of it. Number one, the playlist is phenomenal this year. Yeah. Um, the fact that, you know, you have 55 of the 58 songs from the old game. Uh, the fact that all your downloadable content still works in it and it works perfectly. It's just seamless. And and now with voice chat and online and online, we played for five hours online on Monday night. And I had one, uh, we had one instance where it kind of lagged and it just froze for like two seconds. Huh. In that entire session. It works so damn well now. It, it's just great. I don't know. You've played yeah, it more I with, agree with people you. there though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I remember when the, the first rock band came out, we were all saying like, well, do they even need to make a sequel? They could just keep doing downloadable content and maybe a patch or something. But yeah. this is completely worth buying. If you like the first one, not just yeah. as a song pack, but just for the improvements The you know, the, my biggest gripe was that your, your each character was tied to the instrument and then you always were stuck with the same band leader, but now you can interchange your characters to any different position you want. Yep. And it works fantastically. Yep. Um, I really like that you can set your band members to appear in the background when you're not playing. Yeah. So if you say create four of them and like, it's just, you know, you or so you and somebody else playing, you can still have your guys on vocals or drums or whatever. Yeah. And you can create extra characters that aren't necessarily part of your band and they can still be set to appear and they'll never actually be part of the band if you don't want them to. So like like I have Steve Perry created as a guest character to come in and sing. I told you he needs more bulge in the crotch, though. Yeah, they didn't give me that option. Well, you got you probably got to open it up. <laughs> That's um, right. You know, there, there's there's these little nuances that I really like, and you know, they've got the option now where you have no fail. So before, yeah. when all of us drunks were sitting around your house playing this game, and one person would kind of take down the whole band, now they don't. You can set this this option, and there's no fail at all. So you can get through the whole song and still have a really good time with it. Yeah. Um like you said, with all the band members and how interchangeable they all are now, uh, inviting somebody to the game is just in- incredibly easy and in getting in. Um, the one thing that we had a problem with is Eamon, for whatever reason, was using uh, his PSI for his microphone, and he had it set way too sensitive, so we heard everything he was doing during the oh. when we were playing the game, and it just totally threw off our rhythm. So be careful with that, kids. If you have a microphone... <laughs> Turn the sensitivity down um, and try not to use the camera because <laughs> we heard yeah. every single hit on the drums. Um, uh, there is one glitch that I found Oh, with the controller syncing. Really? Um, yeah. And it has to do with uh, the 2.5 update and the option to have your controllers auto shut off after 10 minutes. Ah, uh, yes. Because I had that set, and we start up Rock Band 2, turn on all the instruments, and I can't recognize anything except for the mic, because that just uses a controller. Huh. So we're like, what the hell? So we, we're like, shit. Like, we're like, no, the the real instruments have to be compatible, but I was trying to use the frontman guitar, and I'm like, well, shit, is it not compatible with Rock Band 2? So we back out of the game, sync up all the instruments, and then all of them worked, and I'm like, well, what the hell? 
So then uh, we keep playing and I want to switch to drums, which it auto shut off. And then I turn them back on and the game can't see them. I have to back out of the whole thing and go back in. So I uh, turned, I'm like, well, let me see if that's it. So I turn off the auto shut off thing and now it works fine. You can turn instruments on or off in the game. It Mm. recognizes them just fine. So kind of a pain in the ass because I like that auto shut off feature. You know, that happened to us in the 360 version though, too. Really? Yeah. So wonder if that's going to get patched on either side. Um, yeah, I don't know if they can. Uh, that's probably something they could patch to override it or something. Um, yeah. I'll have to check the forums out on rockband.com and check it out. I do need to link my band to the web like you have. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> I I'm, love I'm, that. I kind of plan on doing that tonight, but just it's it's really hard to describe how much tighter this game is than the first one. And I love the first one. Even with the little problems, mm-hmm. I always put up with it, and I just loved playing it. And... The music store itself is pretty much the same as before. Uh, I really didn't see any real differences, but now when you're actually going through your song list, they change the way that you look at the song list. It actually has the album info like it does in the music store on the left side of the screen. So It'll actually show you all that info when you go through the music list, which I thought was actually a really cool addition. Um, also, if you when you get the game, if you look on the back of the manual, there's a code, and you go to the uh, Rock Band site, register and they'll get 20 free songs and yeah. they actually release those today like or release the list of them today i only noticed like <laughs> two bands that i know but um you know it's 20 more songs for free you're you're getting 100 and what 106 free or 106 songs with the game now mm-hmm. and that's not including the stuff that you're adding from rock band one and it's not including your downloadable content so yeah pretty damn good deal that's for what insane. you're paying for and yeah. uh, what Guitar Hero World Tour has what's on the disc, and that's about it. And that's and to be honest, and this has nothing to do with the platform because Guitar Hero World or Guitar Hero uh, World Tour is out for both systems. But I looked at the playlist, and honestly, you know, I, I went through the list and I checkmarked the ones that I wanted to play really bad. I found thirteen yeah. songs I wanted to play. Yeah, out of eighty-five or eighty-six, Rock Band Two. I mean, the only ones I really hate so far is. That stupid Bon Jovi song. Oh, come on. I hate Bon Jovi so much. Yeah, and, but it's uh, like the perfect party song. F that. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was funny, though, because we got to a point where we were doing pretty well, and I was playing on medium all the time, so that's all what I always do on bass. And I'm like, all right. We, we kind of started talking, and we're like, all right, let's play this on hard, see if we can get some more fans. So we, go to, we have a two-song li- uh, two mystery set, which is just the dumbest thing for us to go to hard on that. Because yeah. you never know what they're going to throw at you. Sure enough, the first song they throw throw at us is the Ace of Spades by Motorhead. <laughs> it kicked our asses. We we tried it, I think, two or three times, and finally we just said, okay, we're done. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, that's awesome. Oh, the playlist is just... I, I can't express enough how much I love the, the song list on Rock Band 2, the included song list. I mean, it's just awesome. <laughs> so anyway uh if you have rock band one buy it immediately buy rock band two if you don't have rock band one in my opinion it's better than guitar hero world tour unless you want to try to create music which i watched another video last night on the creation and i just think it's dumb it, it's just you can't record any lyrics in, in, in guitar hero and the way you create the music is just crazy it, it just it doesn't look that it doesn't look that user-friendly i don't know how else to describe it but 
the Guitar Hero 3 was notorious for having more expensive DLC than Rock Band. Uh, the Guitar Hero series is also notorious for adding extra notes for artificial difficulty. And I, I just think, I honestly believe in my heart that you're going to get a more fun and just a, a, a cooler atmosphere in Rock Band 2 than you would in Guitar Hero World Tour. I haven't played the game, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know, it, it just doesn't, it, we're, the, the new Guitar Hero just really worries me. I think it's just, why go it's, get that that's copying Rock Band when you have Rock Band in front of you? It's like that uh, interview or debut or whatever. I don't remember where it was or who was in it, but they had like some reporter chick with the the guy from was it Activision that does Guitar Hero? Yeah, hey, uh, Activision and um, NeverSoft. Yeah, dude from Activision was there, and he's like introducing the game you've never seen before, Guitar Hero World Tour, and she goes, "Um, it's called Rock Band." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's Guitar Hero World Tour." <laughs> I mean, and that, and that's the thing, you know, I read these these previews of the game and I, I I hear people talking about it on podcasts that have played it and they even tell you it blatantly rips off a lot of elements from rock band. Well, of course it should be obvious to anybody. Well, yeah. So I just, if you're going to rip something off, why not have what they're ripping it off from? There's a reason they're ripping it off from there. It's because it's that damn good. Yeah. So my opinion again, and again, like I said, I haven't played world tour, but that that's just, from seeing Guitar Hero 3 and looking at the playlist, I just, I don't see a reason to stray away from Rock Band. Now, will uh, the Rock Band instruments work with Guitar Hero 4? Yes, but you will have a problem with the drums because the drums on uh, World Tour have an extra pad. Uh, so I think it actually, it brings it down a notch so that you can use the Rock Band drums on it. Can you use like the original Rock Band or only Rock Band 2? I'm not sure. Hmm. We can try it. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I agree with everything you said about Guitar Hero 4, but what really pisses me off now is it basically comes down to who gets what exclusive music. Well, they're actually sharing, I think, 13 or 14 songs. Well, they do share a lot. I mean, so does like SingStar in these games, but, you know, they're going to get something exclusive that I'm probably going to want at some point. And I don't want to have to go out and buy all the stuff over again, so it'd be kind of nice if I can just pick up the game used somewhere at some point if I really have to have it. Yeah. At this point, no way. There's not, Like you, there's not nearly enough on there that I want. And See, it would I'd take look, a hell of yeah. a lot of exclusive stuff, like say, oh, a Journey album, to uh, <laughs> get me to buy that. <laughs> I mean, we're getting ACDC on, and I know you don't like ACDC, but we're getting that on Rock Band 2, that's badass for me. I'm really happy about that. World Tour's getting Jimi Hendrix. Okay, I like Hendrix, but it's not enough for me to want the game. It, it's honestly not no. because I've seen the rest of the included playlist and it doesn't interest me in the least. And that that's the big determining factor for me. Why go there for this smaller playlist when I have, I don't even know how many downloadable songs I have, probably a hundred and the 55 tracks from rock band and the 85 included tracks on the disc for rock band two and the 20 free songs that we're getting uh, on November yeah. like 10th or whatever. There's no reason for me at, you know, to go to that end. I mean, and that's the biggest determining factor. Look at the playlist on both of the games. If you don't own it yet, look at the song list and see what you want to play more. Count up how many you want to play or just look at it, you know, from an objective point of view and figure out what you want to play. Because overall, I think the gaming experiences are going to be pretty similar. Yeah. We looked at uh, all the stuff we've unlocked, plus all the downloadable content, plus the Rock Band 1 songs and the quick playlist. Yeah. There's so much damn music in there. Like it takes forever just to find anything now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. 
but uh i i just man i love this game yeah i do too that like uh, jess and i all week have just been like sitting there playing and being like man this is like the best game ever made (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's true like we just keep thinking about like oh man i wish this song was in there but there's so many good songs and stuff they've announced oh yeah just stay away from the new guns and roses song it's awful yeah we haven't tried that yet Ooh, hey, you'll probably like it knowing you. Probably just not. to spite me, you'll like Guns it. Guns N' Roses fan. Oh, don't worry about that. It <laughs> sounds nothing like Guns N' Roses. No, no. I heard whatever their that the previous new song they had was, and it was terrible. That was in that movie. Um, crap, I don't even remember what End movie it was in anymore. Yeah. All right, we've talked enough about that, but yeah, I'll I'll just glow over Rock Band Two probably every week because I just love it that much. All right, on to the one that uh, Mark wants to kill me for. Yeah, I'll that just is... uh, seethe with rage while you review this one. <laughs> uh, Little Big Planet. Um, I've been playing it for about a week now, and I actually played a lot during Extra Life because everybody kept typing in, play Little Big Planet, we want to see it, we want to see it. Just up front, the online servers are not up yet. They're not up until, I think, next week. So I have not been able to play the retail game online whatsoever. Uh, I did play it in the beta, so I'll probably talk a little bit about the online experience based on the beta um, but I'm not going to get into specifics like I really like the the online portion of this game because it works so well or whatever. I, I'm going to stray away from that. And uh, the reason why is that I've actually seen a couple of reviews out there. and They talk about the online experience, but they obviously haven't played it online because the retail version can't play online yet. So they're basing these opinions on the beta version, most likely. And the problem is like GameSpot's review is a little ridiculous. Um, he actually well I, I've seen a couple reviews saying that the single player is really short and only five to six hours long that's total crap they must have not done any of the little side quests at all because out of the seven creators I'm on the third one and I've played it for over five hours at least um, now I have gone back and played a couple of levels over because I wanted to do better on them but I don't know unless they're super gamers and I'm just getting really old uh, there's no <laughs> way it's that short but um, you know, a lot of people are in the beta and it starts out basically the same. You go through the same little tutorial levels, uh, pretty much the standard fare that you saw in the beta. Um, but then I got later and I kept going to the different creators and the, it's so hard to describe this game. The things that I saw and the things that I played, just the imagination that I see in the levels that are on the disc. I can't wait to see what people come up with. I honestly can't. I I had a blast with this game, you know, and, and I was streaming the video off my little laptop here and everybody's making comments. And I think 9Volt was one of the people making comments, but of course he was too big of a pussy to go and register on Ustream real quick. So of course he was <laughs> Ustream user so-and-so, but I know it was him because he's like, you suck, blah, 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 you suck, this guy sucks. <laughs> so I'm almost positive it was him. So, um, you know, I played the level with the song on it that will make you, I don't know, make your mouth so shut if you listen to it. Um, I played that a couple times because people wanted to see it. And what sucks is, and like I said, I don't know if the song is still in the game or not, or if they edited it like some people said. The song goes so well with that level. It's like the Safari level, and it just goes <laughs> so well with it. I was like, oh, this totally bites, because I, I actually like the song. Um but the music they chose throughout the game just goes so well with the levels that you're playing. Um, there's levels that are pretty much just you're dropping straight down. 
Um, but they're all themed around certain things. So you start off in a garden and then like you go to Oops. like a, an African motif and then you go to um, kind of like a, like a hell type thing with a lot of fire and everything and the fire effects. Oh my God. The fire effects are just <laughs> incredible. Um, but then you go to another motif that's like uh, like Mexico or Texas or something like that where it's a Southwest motif and just the the amount of variety in this game and the amount of objects that I'm picking up and you and you need to play through the single player stuff so you can get more objects so you have more things to use when you're building your own levels. Um, you know the one thing that a lot of people complain about, which I think is stupid, is when you want to go create something. They won't let you do certain things until you sit through the tutorials. And somebody's like, oh, it takes like an hour to sit through those. Well, yeah, they want to make sure that you know how to do these things in the game. They're trying to help you figure out better ways to do things in the creation mode. Duh. I mean, mm-hmm. have some freaking patience, people. Um, and that was the other thing about the, the GameStop review that I almost pretty much wanted to slap the guy. Um, <clears throat> he actually put as a negative that it takes... It's time-consuming to create levels. What he put that fuck? as a negative for the game. So apparently he just wanted to be able to snap his finger and create a level. That's probably one of the most asinine comments I've ever heard. Yeah, just absolutely it's stupid. worse than some of the stuff people were saying about the delay. Well, uh, yeah. You but, know, if it, if it was going to be that quick and easy to make levels, it would be large, predetermined parts. Exactly. That would all fit nicely together, and it would basically destroy the infinite possibilities. Yeah, it's, I, I read that, and actually Martin's the one that sent me the review. He says, you got to read this. And I started reading it, and of course, Martin just really, <laughs> Martin went off. <laughs> He's, yeah. you got to see this review, this is ridiculous, and he just went off, and I'm like, I'm kind of laughing, like, come on, it can't be that bad. And then I read it, and then in the video review, which I didn't finish today at work, but I guess he says some really dumbass shit in the review, too, on the, on the video review. But I read that part, where he actually puts as a negative... Uh, well, here, here's what he says for the good and the bad. Well, just the bad. Short story mode, camera struggles, struggles in multiplayer. Okay. Uh, building a compelling level can be time-consuming, and that's a bad thing. Yeah. So I'm calling this guy out. I actually don't think this is a real name, but apparently it is. Guy Hawker is the guy's name. <laughs> Dude, I'm totally calling you out. I don't know if you're an RPG fan or what, but you're an idiot for saying that is a bad thing about the game. I'll even give him an opportunity to come on the show and defend himself. Cause I think that's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in review ever. I mean, he still gave it a pretty good review overall, but I just, that's asinine. Yeah. Well, what, if, let's look at it from this perspective. What if he's saying it under the assumption that people are going to buy this game and think that they can create a level in five minutes. Well, you can create a level. If in you five look minutes, at it from it's not going to be a really good perspective. Level. Yeah. I don't know that it's still just, dumb yeah, comment. it's dumb. Don't even try to defend it. It's dumb. No, that doesn't make any sense i mean like look at legos everybody knows how to use legos but to do something really really good it takes time and patience and skill right yeah just asinine good good god so yeah i'm 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 done (laughs) but anyway um (laughs) guys little big planet you know it's delayed for a week or two depending on where you live it is worth waiting for It, it is so much fun um and because I got to play it in the beta online, I'm telling you right now, I am nowhere near done the single player stuff. <clears throat> I would probably say the online portion of the game is over 50% of the game. I mean, this is how much you're going to have to play with. It's humongous. 
I, I can't wait for the online to get turned on because I really, really want to get out there. But it's nice because <laughs> it has forced me to play the single player. And the interface is so easy. Anybody's going to be able to do it. They've tightened everything up. The control's tight. You know, there are still those issues with going between the different, the, in the Z-axis. It's a little wonky still, but not as bad as the beta was. Um, but I just can't speak highly enough of this game. And like I said, you're not even going to see me create, a, they were trying to get me to create a level on, on Saturday in the Extra Life thing. And <laughs> I went to the creator and I went through the tutorial and I just, I said right to the microphone, there's no way I'm going to even try to start this. Because <laughs> I, I'm not a creator, you know, I'm not a person that's going to sit there and make a level up. I have ideas, but I'll have somebody else do it. Um, I, I, even without doing the create a level for me, though, this game is everything you expect it to be and more. It's it's just hilarious. I mean, I'm sitting there playing it alone, and I'm laughing my ass off like an idiot. And, you know, everybody's watching me on, on the on the chat box. It was funny because the chat box on Ustream would kind of get really calm when I was playing the level. And when I got done with the huh. level, then all the comments would come up like, oh, that was a really cool level or whatever. I mean, it's, 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 it just it grabs your attention, and, and you just have a blast with it, and you don't realize how much you're playing it. And I played it for three hours in one stint, and I didn't realize it. So, hmm. uh, guys, it's worth the wait, and it's worth the money. And even if you don't think you're going to like it, I'm pretty sure you're going to like it. I mean, if you boil it down, it's a simple platformer, but at the same time, it's so much more. I mean, even the, the user-created levels in the beta that are actually coming to the full game, they let people vote on it, and it's coming. Uh, when I played that Takeshi's Castle level, which is actually <laughs> what most Extreme Elimination Challenge is based on, it's this Japanese show called Takeshi's Castle. And they actually did three of the challenges in the game. That was and a hard level. It was a, it was a bitch, but it was so cool to see that they, you know, the spirit of that show was actually in that level, and I just loved it. I laughed my ass off playing that level. Yeah. So now the online, we had four people over here one day with the beta and just like downloading levels and stuff, and yeah, we just we were like crying from laughing so hard. Yeah, some of them. And with four people, we were like breaking a bunch of the levels because they weren't meant for four people and weren't functioning <laughs> properly. But it was still so much fun. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna be playing this game for a long time. Yeah. So highly, highly recommended. If you don't think you're gonna like it, I would say rent it, and I think you're gonna like it. I don't think there's gonna be many people out there that will not enjoy this game in one way or the or another. It's it. Yeah. It's that universal appeal that you don't expect to see in in a game and. It's a it's a blast to play. So agreed. I'm saying definitely go buy it. All right. Well, let's take our final break and uh, we'll do a recap of our extra life weekend and what we've been playing, and we'll get out of here. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Game fans, interactive distractions presents the 125th annual Warhawk Wednesday, exploding into action this Wednesday and every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at the Amen Sports Arena. Come see world famous pilots Unistrike. Ah oh, fuck! Ah oh, shit! Ah oh, fuck! Chino. Hey, I'm getting pretty good at this. And the Canadian flying ace Goffy. Sons of bitch, I'm fine with that. With special guest Namo. Hello. Watch in wonder as Torgo annihilates Unistrike again. And again. And again. Hi, Unistrike. Warhawk Wednesday. It's awesome. Presented by Interactive Distractions and VG Evo. Okay, we're back. And as you can see, we're running a little long. So we're going to try to get through these last two items 
pretty quickly, but I definitely don't want to discount this first item, and that is, um, just wanted to recap a little bit on our Extra Life 24-hour gaming marathon that uh, a bunch of us over at VG Evo participated in with uh, for Sarcastic Gamer and for the uh, Texas Children's Hospital. We definitely succeeded, and uh, we actually exceeded our original goal by a lot. Uh, we made... We got way more in donations than I ever thought we were going to get. Yeah. Um, just astounding amount of uh, support that we got. You know, I, <laughs> it was kind of funny because you guys did kind of a modified schedule. You started at eight o'clock on Friday night. Yeah, we did. And so did Terry and Christine. And I had an anniversary party that I had agreed to go to months ago uh, that Friday night. So I went to that and I got home at like around 11, 1130, 1145. And I decided I was going to start gaming then, get a couple hours in, and then go to go to bed and sleep off the booze. And then I was going to start in the morning. Um, so I got home, and I was pretty boozed up. <laughs> Drank a lot of whiskey that night. And uh, I started playing, and you know, everybody's like, oh, come on, you got to stream something. So originally, <laughs> I just had the camera on my laptop on, but it was just showing me. And I'm like, hey, guys, blah, blah, blah. And... You know, I tried a couple of games, and I was trying the Resistance 2 beta, and I was so tanked up I could barely play it. Huh. So I played some stuff, you know, and I finally, I think I went until about 3.30 in the morning, and I finally just, I hit the brick wall, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. So I uh, got up the next morning, and you guys have already had already been playing for like 12 hours by then. Yeah, and, I mean, and that was after, no, that was after a full day's worth of work. Yeah, well, that was, I worked so that we, day too, you know. Yeah, but... We stayed up like over 36 hours <laughs> You're straight. Insane. Yeah. So describe that night because I really didn't talk to you too much that weekend. Good God. <laughs> we, uh, we started, I started out with Neverwinter Nights 2 on PC. I think I played that for about four hours. I had started and like did the tutorial stuff for an hour, then didn't like my character. So I started over and played a lot further. After that, Crap, I don't remember what we played after that. I think we might have hopped on Battle Cars. You got really good at that game. Thanks. You got kind of scary good at that game. <laughs> I'm not that good yet. Well, because the first match I got into with with you uh, the next morning, you were all over the place like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm okay at it. I'm not that great at actually making goals yet. Like, I got to work on aiming my shots. But yeah. Um, I mean, I'm getting pretty good at it. And we played a lot. Like, that was actually probably what we played the most of all weekend was Battle Cars. Yeah, me too. I kind of noticed I kept going back to that game. Yeah, and everybody did. Terry and Christine were on it. Um, Scott and Adam were on it, especially Adam. He's Adam really, loves really good that at game. it. Adam from uh, Welcome to the Goo. Man, he's he's scary good. So are uh, Carrot Panic, and I think his buddy were playing all weekend, and they're really good too. Yeah. No, we played a lot of that. You know, I... I'm actually drawing a blank as to what we played ah. between those hours. I know my wife was playing a lot of Burnout Paradise. Yeah. Um, she played, uh, well, she tried playing Castlevania on the DS, and that didn't go over so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like one point during the night where I started nodding off a little, and then it was hard to wake up again. And I think I had tried playing Re- the Resistance 2 beta at that point. Uh-huh. But I was so tired and I was getting really, really frustrated playing it, so I had to turn it off. It just wasn't huh. working out. I, I played a bunch of Wipeout HD. I remember that. Yeah. 
Um, I hadn't actually planned on playing that one. I know we got on to Buzz for a while in the morning. We are playing with Terry and Christine, and then you came on. Yep. And that, that was, was where fun. we started uh, crashing a little bit, because I think our brains kind of shut down. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're doing the you know the couch versus couch, so we both have a controller. We're both controlling it. We start arguing over the stupidest questions <laughs> as to what the answer should be. And there were points where like we're arguing about it, like we knew the answer, stuff we never should have got wrong, but then we still hit the wrong answer anyway. We'd just be sitting there arguing about it, and the time would run all the way down. <laughs> we didn't yeah, answer at all. <laughs> Jeez. So we played a couple games with you, and then I decided to turn it off because it just wasn't working. <laughs> Oh, wow. but yeah, like a crap ton of battle cars. I know we played that the most. My wife I, played uh, some Gurman on PSP and she finished up Pain on PSP. Nice. Or, no, I'm Wait, not, what a, Pain. Pain on PSP. I would say Pain when I mean Buzz. She finished up Buzz on PSP. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, I, um, yeah, it was, it was a good night. I, uh, played a lot of battle cars. I think I played that. I probably kept going back to that like four or five times during the day. Mm-hmm. And, the funny thing is, you know, I played from about eight in the morning until about 11 o'clock at night on Saturday. I only took one break. I just never thought about stopping to eat or whatever until about, I think I ordered some pizza at like six o'clock or something and hmm. finally took a break. That's it. I mean, I, I don't know why I did that. I, I just kept playing and playing and playing, but it was kind of funny because then, you know, I thought it was kind of boring sitting there watching me play on the couch. So I took my laptop and I kind of hoisted it up on this little cart I used to use the, uh, for the Dreamcast. So I had the laptop on the, on the cart, and I had the, the camera on the screen as much as it could be. And I was streaming that, and then I have two microphones in the room here. So I had one microphone sitting right next to me, and my, the microphone I'm talking on now, I just kind of had it on, I have it on a, uh, an arm. So I had that kind of floating out in the middle of the room. Apparently the sound was pretty good, so that's pretty nice. But, um, hmm. you know, I was taking requests, and I said, you got to donate if you want this or whatever. And we got a couple people to do that. Um, I kept sending the link out all the time. Of course, uh, Scott and Adam called from Welcome to the Goo. And they, I'll tell you, their, their last episode, the one for Extra Life, is one of the coolest they've ever done. They actually did like a five-minute segment of every hour. And it's yeah. some of the funniest stuff you'll ever hear because you can just hear them from hour to hour. You know, oh, our spirits are up. Everything seems great. And then the next hour, oh, spirits are down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> And by the end, you can just hear their brains melting right on the on the microphone. Nice. Um, yeah, so that was really fun. You know, they called me pretty early, but I could barely talk and cough my lungs out and everything else. And then they called you pretty late. And yeah, we were towards just, the end. And... You, you two sounded bad. Actually, Terry and Christine yeah. sounded really, they got them 10 minutes before the end of it. And yeah. uh, you could just tell that Terry was in meltdown. <laughs> yeah we did uh after they did their thing they got back on battle cars and we played a couple games with them but at that point we we're all so tired that we couldn't do anything yeah so we got on a video chat with them on the ps3 and then that was it <laughs> ah. i actually ended up playing i want to say it was the five cobras but i can't remember who i played but somebody wanted to play one-on-one and i played them and i won them like eight to one nice. i just went off i don't know how i did it but I, I got really good now at um doing like sidekicks Mm. I haven't done any of the single player stuff whatsoever. None of the challenges, nothing. I've only played online, and I have. I did all some but of those while I was. Uh, did some of that, but like I haven't gone very far with. I did a lot of like the single player tournament. Yeah, but I haven't done a lot of the little mini games yet. 
Actually, I think that it was kind of good that I was streaming the video of that because I know I know there were a few people on there going, "This game is actually, this game looks a lot yeah. better than I thought it was going to be." I'm telling everybody right now. I know we reviewed it, but man, go buy Battle Cars. It is such a blast. Yeah, we can't really reiterate that enough because yeah. this game is fantastic. It's a PS3 exclusive. I know a lot of people are whining about it being 15 bucks, but you know, Worth shut the it. fuck up because it it has more features than a lot of full retail games do. The developers are actively supporting it. They're hard yep. at work on a new patch to fix some of the issues now. They're adding a new map for free. It should hopefully be out in Europe next month. Yep. So, yeah, they said they're looking at it in November release if everything goes right. Yeah, and you know what? Like all these, will I'll wait for them to put it on sale. Fuck that. No, it's fifteen bucks. Oh, it'll be ten. So you buy yeah. one less Big Mac. Support an indie developer number one, but support a good game. And this is a good game. This is a great game. Yeah. So. You know, yeah, fine. Like ten dollars is the high point for most downloadable games. But well, there are games that deserve it. Castle Crashers on 360 and Braid are good examples. They're fantastic games at 15 yeah. bucks. So is this. Yeah. There is no reason you should not spend 15 bucks on this game. If you play if you play the demo and you like it, and you're still going to say, yeah, I really liked it, but eh, I'm going to wait till it's 10 bucks. Fuck that's, you. Yeah, that's bullshit. Um, all right, well, let's get back <clears throat> back on track a little bit. Number one, I like I said, I just want to really personally thank everyone that sat on that Ustream boring-ass video and, and kept me company. <laughs> Because, I mean, you know, I was sitting here alone, and it, it kind of sucked every now and then. You're sitting here just kind of playing. Uh, but, you know, everybody was on the chat box keeping me company, and it was it was really fun. Uh, my thanks to the Indus guys for running their stream. Christ, they had picture-in-picture running and all kinds of crap. Um, and we call each other every now and then. I was sending them little messages on the, on the PSN. We are kind of giving each other jabs back and forth. Uh, you know, my thanks to uh, the, the Goo guys for doing what they did. I think what they did in terms of journaling everything, you know, was just awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's probably one of the best memories we're going to have at this whole event. Um, thanks to Terry and Ken for putting the video feeds and, and the chat feeds up on VG Evo and for, um, you know, for Terry and Saber G for, for getting involved like you guys did and like the Google guys did and like Indus did. Um, yeah. My thanks to all of the listeners that donated. We have a, we had over forty people just for PS Nation uh, donate. That's uh, I don't even have yeah. I don't even have a final count on on people that donated directly for VG Evo as a whole. But um, you know, we had kind of set a goal of two thousand dollars for all of VG Evo, even though the site that shows everything shows a bigger number, and that's because of the way they set it up. Because whenever you would add a new team, it would make the goal bigger. But our our goal was really two thousand. Um, I think the PayPal transactions are in now. Mm-hmm. So, as of right now, which is uh, October 22nd, PS Nation um, got $1,556, and VG Evo as a whole got $3,277. That's awesome. That's incredible. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say. You, you guys came through, and, you know, we love you for it. We, I still say to this day that we have one of the best, if not the best communities on the web. And everybody came together. You know, Indus was yeah. doing all these little auctions, which was just, I, I wish yeah. I had the time to think all that, but they were auctioning off like Kratos codes for little big planet, um, resistance to beta codes, all kinds of little things. And they made it showed us how to really do a streaming thing. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. That was fantastic. If we do something like this next year, I'll have to come down to your house or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. 
that we were, we were talking about that even maybe get Terry and Christine and you and all of us in one place. Cause we could set up a couple different cameras and have yeah. different streams going with different like game stations. Um, but I just, I can't thank everyone enough for coming together and, uh, helping out. I believe extra life as a whole is over 106,000. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you guys should be just, proud. This just shows again, you know, a lot of people have opinions about gamers that sometimes isn't the best. And this just goes to show that gamers are the best. So thanks to everybody. And, you know, I don't know what else to say. You did a good job, but it was Hell brutal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did make up my other hours. I made them up Monday night. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm not going to do the uh, 36 hours awake again. Yeah, you'd be an idiot to do that again. Wait, you were, you were yeah. an idiot to do that ahead of time. The thing was, though, we either, like, started at, you know, got a full night's sleep, started at 8 a.m., like the other guys didn't finish up on Sunday at 8 a.m., Yeah. but then I'm still going to be fucked for work the next day, especially, like, that week, or this week, I have to go in an hour early all week. Yeesh. So, yeah, so I'm already tired, even though we slept for 13 hours after we finished Saturday night. Yeah. I was still tired. Oh, actually, every day this week, I've been really fucking tired, and I've still been going to bed early. Jeez. Yeah, it was still it was a blast and I'm I'm glad we were a part of it. And um, I'm glad that everybody kind of pulled together and showed what we can do. So mm-hmm. very, very cool. All right. Well, I we um, love you guys. You've already talked about it quite a bit, but I don't know if there's anything else you want to cover for what you've been playing the rest of the week. It's pretty much Rock Band 2 Dead Space. And I've been playing. I've still been at uh, Dragon Quest 4 on DS during my bathroom breaks at work. all right well uh i'll run through my list really quick i had a lot of these are extra life but the ones that did not play on extra life uh been playing some online uh high velocity bowling uh and just having an absolute blast with that and actually i think we're going to have a couple of copies of high velocity bowling to give away on vg evo i'm waiting to hear back that's another game people should support definitely uh especially for the price now and and what you're getting i'm telling you it, it that game's way better than Wii bowling been playing NBA 09 The Inside, both on PSP and PS3. Just trying to get some more exposure with that, and also wipe out Pulse on the PSP. Uh, during Extra Life, I played quite a bit. One of them I want to kind of complain about, though, and that is um, the COD5 World at War beta on the 360. You know, the game is just not grabbing me like COD4. I don't know what it is, but... Well, I know one thing that really pissed me off, and, and this came up when I was playing Extra Life with the stream running. Uh, there's one level, I think it's Roundhouse, which is like a, a train yard. And there's a huge glitch where people can actually go under the ground and shoot up at huh. you, and there's no way you can get them. And, I mean, you can see a plain as day, because when you see the replay camera of them killing you, they're literally under the dirt, like, glitching mm-hmm. out. And I I even said around the, on the stream, I'm like, well, I'm done with this until they fix this, because this is ridiculous. So I didn't play a lot of the COD, fi- or the COD World of War beta. Huh. Uh, of course, Little Big Planet. Uh, Buzz on the PS3, we played a lot of that. Uh, Wipeout HD online, which is still just a blast. I need to really put some more I'm horrible time into that at one. online. Yeah. Um, Rock Band 2, I'm loving. I'm actually kind of hoping I can get about an hour into it tonight. Me too. Um, yeah. Of course, some Call of Duty 4. I missed COD 4 Tuesdays last night. Unfortunately, I had to get some stuff done uh, in terms of getting the interview that you listened to edited. Uh, Lance Warhawk with everybody, although the, tonight's Warhawk Wednesday, I'm probably going to be missing it, which sucks. Uh, also, the Resistance 2 beta, which uh, I'm having a really good time with. Still getting used to the controls, yeah. still getting used to the weapons a little bit. 
Uh, I hate the uh, the crouch um, sprint thing being the same button. You can remap that though. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I haven't gotten around to it. I still I, haven't tried co-op on that. But I've been neither have I, and I really want to try co-op. I've heard co-op is is fun, but it's probably not what a lot of people are expecting. Which is so, too bad. Well, multiplayer I think it is fun though. I'm not very good. It looked at like it. Indus was having a lot of fun with it on on Saturday, but um, I actually made my controls pretty much exactly like Call of Duty Four. Hmm. So I made L3 my sprint. I made you know it, it's pretty much the exact same now, which is good because that helps me kind of get into it. Uh, but after about three or four matches, because that was that was one of the games that I think it was Tim, I think it was Nine Volt, like oh he sucks at this game, he's horrible, blah blah blah. I'm like f you, you know. I think it was him. I'm not sure. Uh, But uh, Resistance 2, I think it's going to be a great game. And man, are they marketing that game correctly? I mean, if there's one game that they are doing it right, it's that game. Did you see the commercial? Yeah, that's freaky. It's a little on the cheesy side with the the real actors. Oh yeah, but I actually like it a lot. (laughs) Uh, I it ended, and I'm like, huh, I got chills from that. Well, it can't be all bad then. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, of course, like we talked just before, super, super acrobatic rocket power battle cars. Uh, I super can't get sonic this acrobatic. Game. What's that? You said super acrobatic. It's supersonic. Oh, supersonic acrobatic rocket power uh, battle cars. Yes. Uh, I can't get enough of it. I'm just having an absolute ball with that game. And mm-hmm. there are plenty of players online, which is nice. And I only really Although had not at one... five in the morning. I'll tell What's you. What's that? Yeah. Not at five in the morning. <laughs> uh, I only really had one match that was pretty laggy that I could barely control my car, but that was one out of pfft, yeah, like 30, I 40 matches. Two. Those were the first ones that uh, I told you I'd ever had. Because up until this point, this like horrible lag people were bitching about. I'm like, what, are they just getting uppity about a few you know tweaks here and there? But yeah, yeah one match, uh, I got dropped right as the match started. And then the other one... It was so bad I couldn't control the car, and then I was basically teleporting around the arena while right. the the host of the game was fine and like scoring goal after goal, and there was nothing anybody could do. Yeah, it. So they're working on that. They said that's their highest priority. Well, the game is peer to peer. They've already said that it's peer to peer, and nobody knows who the host is. Unfortunately, if you get a bad yeah. host, you're going to be boned. So it happens. Um, <clears throat> I'm just I'm really loving it though. I I am just enjoying the hell out of it. So please buy the game. I need more people to play against. Yeah. I need more people to beat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next week. I don't know what the hell we're going to be talking about next week. Uh, I'll probably I'll be talking a little Dead more Space. about Little Big Planet. What's that? Yeah. I'll review Dead Space next week. There you go. Uh, Fable 2 is um, on the way, but that's not a PS3 game. Yeah. I just picked up Castlevania for DS and that's not either. I actually think that. I think Gamefly said that they sent me Eternal Sonata, which is kind of, oh. I don't know why, because I told them to send Far Cry 2 first. Well, yeah, but if uh, that was the next game that was available in your queue, that's what they're going to send. Bastards. Yeah, well, you can review it then. Yeah. Um, speaking of RPGs, I think that Star Ocean First Departure just came out. Yes, it did. So I will probably pick that up. Um, I don't think I'll ever review next week, but if I can play it enough... Actually, I'll take the PSP with me when we go to the wedding this weekend, and if I have time in the hotel, I'll start up that to give some impressions next week. You do that. I will. I think well, I will. And also, the PS Store, we already know that Penny Arcade Adventures is coming out this week. Yeah. Um, gosh, what else? I'll There's probably some... buy it. 
Really? I, I haven't bought any of the other versions, so eh, might as well buy it on the system I'm trying to shill. Huh. All right, then. Yeah. What else is coming out? I knew there was something else coming out, too. There... Actually, yeah, something was, but now I don't remember what. Yeah. Oh, well, there's still that rumor there's Soldner X was hitting this week, which I don't think it, it's happening. No, there's new Mega Man DLC. The uh, Mercenaries patch isn't this week, is it? Uh, the trophies for Mercenaries might be this week. I'm not sure. Yeah, so I don't know. You guys will know before we will, and by the time you download this, which might be Friday because how long this is. Um, yeah. <laughs> also, don't forget, uh, we'll put po- we'll put info up. I am going to be on the next episode of Welcome to the Goo, which we're actually recording on Thursday this week on the 23rd. Woo. So you'll be able to listen to my mug again. All right, well, uh, let's get out of here. So uh, there's a few different ways you can get a hold of us. You can actually find us out on psnation.org. Or you can go to VGEVO.com to find us on our forums. Also, we have a ton of different forums out there. Pretty much covers every video gaming like or dislike that you have. Uh, please don't go off the handle or be a D-bag about little things like the Little Big Planet rev- or delay because you're going to get warned and booted if you're a total asshole. Um, yep. <laughs> also, if you want to email us, you can send us an email. Uh, if you want to send it audio, please keep it in MP3 format and around three minutes or less. And you can send that to podcast at psnation.org. Um, you can also leave us a voicemail in, in the traditional sense. You can do that in a couple different ways. You can call us directly via Skype. And if you want to do that, you want to send it to WDT-Torgo. Um, or you can call us with the traditional phone line and all standard long distance rates apply. And that phone number is 920 920- Six two six four four six four. Don't forget, look for PS Nation out on Facebook. You can look for PS Three Nation out on Twitter, and uh, pretty much everywhere else. Also, don't forget about PS Three Fanboy, which is where all of our news items came from, and they actually post the show on Saturdays as well, if we're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's get out of here. We've been talking for way too long. Our thanks again yeah. to San Diego Studios and to. Uh, Specifically, the guys over at Team Ramrod for coming on the show this week. Uh, it was quite a fun interview. Hopefully, they'll come back on again when they're ready to talk about their new new game or whatever they're working on. Of course, they wouldn't tell us because we have big mouths. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mark, you got anything else? Nope. I'm all done. <clears throat> all right. We are out of here. Go play some games. Yeah. You ever been to the bar at the bowling alley? There's a bar within the bowling. That is a magical place there, isn't it? Boy. If you're drunk and horny, do not go to the bar at the bowling alley. You are on the brink of making a really bad decision, man. There was one night there was this horrible drunk woman who's over in the corner. She's, she's over there flagging me down. You know. Hey! Hey, Pipsqueak, get over here. You know. She goes, uh, you want to make my husband jealous? <laughs> So I said, absolutely, ma'am. I would, I would love to make your husband jealous. So she and I found a dark corner of the bar, and I took off my belt, and I hung myself with it. <laughs> and, uh, and her husband was green with envy, too. He's uh, a lucky bastard. Lucky to I was sitting there at the bar at the bowling alley, which is about the size of this stage, probably, and there's a payphone in the wall, like mounted, and it started ringing. 
which, uh, which is weird. You ever know if you ever had that happen? Nobody seemed to give a damn. You know, I was like, oh, I'll get it. Uh, bowling alley bar. Uh, all of a sudden, his voice comes on. This guy goes, yeah, put Larry on. I'm like, sir, it's a pay phone. I don't, so he goes, oh, yeah, no, he, he should be sitting at the bar in a, in a white T-shirt. He's a, he's a good-sized fella. It fits him like the skin of a sausage. He's also wearing a cap that says over 40 and horny. It's like, all right, hold on. Can you be more specific? (laughs) Then we're leaving the bowling alley and they had this big square machine, which I had never seen before. It was called the Shino Ballo. Yeah. Boy, that uh, didn't turn out to be what I thought it was there. That was... Hey, you know what? That's not a bad idea, though, right? You get a bar with a machine that could do that? Holy crap, that would change everything. What? A... Like, I could just walk in with a dollar and... I think I'll be buying you that drink after all, ma'am. <laughs> Suddenly feel like going home and taking a nap for some reason. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow with more dollars, I think. Uh, you guys clean this machine out every night, don't you? <laughs> oh, God, it's good to be here. 